I'm J5 here with Josh Pease. Josh Pease, um, aka Hot TP. <laughs> Yerba Mate P. I'm drinking a Yerba Mate, which is a cold tea right now. Shout out to Yerba Mate. They're going to be our future sponsor. Yeah. But um, whenever I'm at restaurants, I order hot tea and people will be like, oh, that's that's different. I've been doing that shit since <laughs> high school, though. I remember, I was, I remember it was a, like high school LA, they see the dinner parties yeah. out here. Everybody just go to a, a yeah. restaurant and eat. We went to Wood Ranch. That's it. I Wood like Wood Ranch. I like Wood Ranch too. It's at the Grove. It was nice. Yeah. Some girl had her dinner party there. It's like, you know, 15 high schoolers and Josh Pease orders a high tea. <laughs> they, they brought a box of tea to the table. They brought this kettle. <laughs> hey. They made you look like you yeah. were doing too much. I made me look like who I am. This is very fitting. So I'm high TP. Oh my God. Of course, we have Mark on the on the ones and the twos here. What's going on, uh, MC? I'm doing well. I'm feeling so much more centered, relaxed, yeah, calm after these past couple of days, even though it is a little bit more of a volatile time right now. As you can see, as we are recording, the Miami Heat are playing the Atlanta Hawks in the NBA playoffs. I'm nice. I'm cool, calm, and collected right now. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. No yelling yet. I'm going to tell you right now. Me and Josh will not be talking about the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, what is that? Yeah, I like the season ended. <laughs> season ended what a couple is, weeks ago. What is that? The season ended. The season hey, ended man. a couple weeks ago. You know, they just yeah. shut it down. They just shut it down. The COVID happened. Yeah, Outbreak. Shut we, it down. We got no clue what's happening there. So we won't be talking about that. I'm just gonna act like that. That didn't happen. But uh, we had a busy week in black print world. Yeah, this week. Us. I mean, man. we had our premiere. Hold on. We had our premiere <laughs> on Amp. That was fun. Niggas, that, the, niggas had the premiere on Amp, but the day before, we was on Spotify Green Room getting uh, <laughs> interviewed. So, that is crazy. Yeah, man. We, we all over the place. Um, shout out to Trayvon and yeah. Overthinking over, over, over at Green Room. It, yeah. yeah, Overthinking it. I'm I sorry. think it's Spotify Live now. Oh. They just changed yeah, it. Yeah, they changed the name. You know, Green Room, Spotify, Spotify Live. I'm going to get it wrong on purpose, damn, man. I look for Green Room and that. <laughs> that, was, that was a weird moment because he asked us to do it. And shout out to Trayvon, like... He asked us to do it. And we're like, all right, cool. We should be able to do it. We thought it was like an actual podcast. He's like, okay, I'm going to get y'all set up on Spotify Green Room. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, this is the competitor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on air. Big raw nitro energy right there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they doing here? Nah. But I was like, like we were freaking out. I was, well, I was freaking out. I was like, bro, I don't even know if we could do it. I'm reading the contract. I'm yeah, like, I don't even do it. <laughs> He's misreading the contract to me. I'm like, yo, that means we can do it. <laughs> No, nah, but shout out to um, the AMP team. They're super cool about it. Shout out to they were like excited. They're like, hey, yeah, yeah, go in there, promote us. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, that's what we're about to do. So yeah, nah, shout out to all parties involved. That was fun. Um, man, our premiere on AMP, that shit was great. Yeah, I was, it it went off without a hitch. Like I, I couldn't have asked for a better premiere. I couldn't ask for a better time. Shout out to Mario Christian. Yep. Um, one thing that we're gonna do. Before we like recap, I got to announce before we recap. So on the public episodes, we're actually, you know, on the weeks that we do have AMP, we're actually going to put the last like the, the interview on the end of our public episodes. I know uh, Patreon's had it for a couple of days now, but we're going to put we're going to give that to the public uh, people for for free. So you guys are going to be able to hear our interview with Mario Christian. Now, you're not going to be able to hear the music. 
because you know we can't. Yeah, like, we're not paying them licensing fees. Yeah, man. we're not paying licensing fees. <laughs> so we we like we put in out. Obviously, we put in sponsored hashtag ads so that you oh, guys yeah. can grab amp. So like, if you guys don't know, you can get amp. Uh, there's a link in our bios. I uh, think all of our bios. We can actually go download the app. Uh, you can use our code uh, blackprint. That's B O K print to actually join um, join the app, and then you can follow us. Uh, at the Black Print Pod, and I think it's just called the Black Print. Actually, I need to. I feel like yeah, I need to our, our access code is just Black Print. Yeah, so yep. like just just B-L-K, make sure. You, uh, print. Yeah, so go in there, follow us. Same same name, BLK Print, and uh, yeah, you'll you'll have access. I think we're going to be back on the twenty seventh, and we're going to have a guest. I think we will announce that when we find when we lock it down to Patreon, and then we'll we'll announce it. We'll have assets ready uh, next week, I believe, for our guest. So, uh, yeah. That was exciting. How did you feel about just the whole experience, John? Nah, shit was dope, man. Like I, Mario, shout out to him for coming on in the middle of a, a hurricane, thunderstorm. That yeah, was crazy. Was shit, tornado warning. He, it was all he. He FaceTimed us, and it looked like it was a twister, like in the middle of the city. It yeah. was crazy. So yeah, man, shout out to him for joining us. Um, that shit was just it's just, it's like a really a seamless app. I'm I'm excited to like use it more and and get more people on it, and I'm excited for Queen Radio to launch on it. Like I think. You know, that shit's going to be the next... Uh, it's the future of live audio, I think. Yeah. You know? And it's not even just me plugging it because I'm working with the product. But I just like how it moves. I like the playlist function. Like, we were talking about... Uh, who what was the... Uh, All-Star. Yeah. Starlito. Yeah. We were talking about Starlito, and then we just went to a Starlito track. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah. This, is, this, this, is, this is nice. So. I pulled a big audible because it was like, it was like, yo, we got to we gotta show Mario some love. I was like, we got we to gotta play, you know, Grey Goose. So I wish they had the Jeezy version. Yeah. That was from Trap or Die. That was the version I, that I got introduced to All Star from. Okay, which was I was like, oh, this this guy's kind of nice. So I became a fan off of that, and him and uh, Don Trip, you know, yep. they were they were they were like they the, the project, the, the Step Brothers project, so so good. But again, Mario Christian talked about a lot of really good stuff. Uh, I mean, it's too much to mention here. You guys are gonna be able to hear it yeah, in, in, hear it in a couple this. minutes. I want to talk about Mark though. I want to talk about MC though. This I mean, motherfucker man. MC, MC. I, I heard his legs shaking <laughs> all the way in California, bro. <laughs> Which is crazy. Well, I just it's crazy to me because this is a live audio. So I'm like, what is he nervous about? Everything's live. <laughs> but no, this this is this is not live. I have the chance to edit and post produce if I need to edit and post produce. This was literally live. <laughs> On top of that, a platform that we are now pushing towards making new ventures in and i think here's the thing with me i get some things just get into the head from time to time and i'm just like man we it's uh, you start realizing but mark, that mark, things are you, actually you beginning to happen mark and if you guys don't know this mc does a podcast for the nba called rsb and every single week you do yeah. not sound like that again it's even when jeff and i go on twitch and we do our shit live i don't feel i didn't feel the things that i felt on Wednesday, jumping into a new venture like that was like a moment for me. And usually things that are very easy, asking questions, um, <laughs> inviting people up to talk and speak, kick it with us. Usually we're nice and calm. Things were, I was just, it wasn't sweating like, oh my God. No, it, that's, like, it, like it sounded that like that. <laughs> if I'd have sounded like it. To, to your point, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, just about, you know, Really experiencing new things and 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 all that stuff. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna get really deep into like just like the mindset of of, of those types of experiences. But uh, shout out to Amp. We're there every other week, every other Wednesday, seven p.m. Uh, Pacific, ten. Uh, no, no, we're we're there at six p.m. Pacific, 
9 p.m. Eastern. We had to yep. change our time. Yeah, yeah. We were yes. like, last minute, we were like, we cannot do seven. Niggas is not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not going to be watching 10 o'clock it. at night would have been a little bit. Yeah. 10 o'clock would have been a little bit tough. I do want to ask both of y'all, though. Adding the DJ perspective to a lot of this. Clearly, we've done podcasts for a decent amount of time. Yeah. But man, when that intro happened and all I heard was doom doom doom, I was like, "Wow, this is this is really insane." Yeah, no, it, it, Josh had to take his headphones off. <laughs> yeah, this shit was literally that song is not mastered. Shit was throwing my speakers out. I'm like, "Damn." Oh man! And you can only catch that live for all of our replays for patrons for public. You can only catch that aspect and that energy of the show. Live, yeah, and we, why it's very imperative to pull up live. We put so much time and effort into like curating those songs, and then it, it just it just worked out. I think I made one snafu when I played the. They didn't have the Kanye West version of oh, White yeah. Dress. They only had the instrumental version, and you know I didn't even play the whole shit. So, it was like some smooth jazz instrumental. It felt good. Mario was cool with it, but yeah, you know, I fuck with it. <clears throat> shout out to to Mario Christian. He's such a such a cool guy. Such a, such a great gracious uh, guest, and you know, hopefully we'll have him back uh, pretty soon. But we we are what two weeks removed now from because we recorded the ep- last episode early before we went to Dallas yep. and now yep. we are <laughs> we are fully recovered I hope from Dallas yeah. we went to WrestleMania weekend Jesus Christ what a time it was crazy man that shit was like just straight nostalgia like I'm yeah. really like I'm like damn like Stone Cold came out yeah, I know. like Vince McMahon <laughs> like I'm seeing just like shit that was just straight from my childhood. Undertaker came out. Triple H retired, left his boots in the ring. Like all that little, mo- those little moments yeah. were like, damn, like, yeah, is my childhood dying? Like, are they living still? Like, it was just some weird. I, I, I think it's crazy. And I was like, I didn't expect, I didn't expect things to be that heavy. Yeah, it was like a very much like it was like not not even that my child was dying. It was like transitioning. Yeah, like like even seeing Triple H come out in the suit like that, yeah, like not yeah. the long hair. Like I'm like I've seen him. Yeah, but to see him like that and to see him leave his boots in the ring, I'm like, oh, like that was a that was a crazy was moment. A, yeah, it was like that's like a boss nigga discount moment. Like I was like, yeah, <laughs> I like, did it. Like, <laughs> I came, I saw, I conquered. Yeah, bro. man. Like, oh, that does remind. Hey, that does remind me though. As we talk about BNB, the illustrious. Yeah. Moment that we had at WWE Access to be able to commemorate these past few months of right. celebration and everything that we worked for, we put it all towards a beautiful gold belt. We might yeah. have to tell the story of the photo. Yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. Oh, no, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that because like we, because I got there Wednesday, and then and then Josh, you got there Friday, I believe. Yep. You got there Friday, and then it it, it was like literally we hit the ground running. Like y'all, y'all went to Access, and I had been there for a couple hours already. I'd even done a. a I did like a wrestler intro and all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I came in and saw that. I'm lucky, man. I didn't do that, but like the day we were there, I just had a fit to do that. Like I had on like some jeans and shit. Like you, you, I saw you had on shorts for you did your intro. So I'm like, yeah, like. And then honestly, I like you got to You did the right shit. Like you yeah. gotta have your moves ready. You gotta watch the few. Like I wasn't really ready, but I'm mad I didn't get one of those because that, that was an epic video. We, we might need to put that on the Patreon for our. Uh, oh, for sure. We got. I did Edge. Edge, yeah. Edge is kind of easy. Edge is just you know the the big thing is you got to get the the right point of the intro or the entrance. Like the best thing about wrestlers to me is the entrance. If your entrance is trash, I can't fuck with you. Like I can't just have somebody That's just walking. They just walking down the ramp. They just look at the camera. Like you gotta That's like. Some shit I'll be on. <laughs> but no, you know what? To your point of this, bro, like, I was, the whole weekend after just, like, seeing it and seeing the WrestleMania, like, it made me be like, okay, like, I see wrestling in a different light now. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, it's like theater. I yeah. just went to a play a couple weeks ago. I saw um, 
Blues in the Alabama Sky. I think yeah. that's what it's called. I'm probably butchering the name. Great play, though. <laughs> Honestly, the shit was amazing. I was, I, was, like, I ain't seen the play in so long. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking uh, Felicia Rashad. Oh, uh, shit. She directed it. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, but um, I said, like, right next door, too. It's crazy. But, um, but yeah. Uh, Gotta do that one. Nah, because it was crazy. <laughs> I looked over it, and I'm like, oh, shit. Cosby. Like, nah, don't say <laughs> What? <laughs> I, I literally just told my I literally just told my fiance the other day I was like you know what Josh is good for one every episode where oh, you just man. like what the fuck oh we, I, I, I'm a, like, let me finish about my wrestling thing and then we'll come back to, to how I'm good for one <laughs> good for one episode where it's like what are you talking about nah I would tell you how hold on alright wrestling like theater it's amazing. I'm like, yo, it, it, it very much, like, it's very, we talked about this up there. It's like yeah. very Shakespearean. Yeah, yeah. Like, just the way they talk sometimes and the way they do things, it's like, even when they're being over the top, you're like, they're being over a top, over the top for the theater, the yeah. art of the theater. So, I think what was crazy was that I was wanted y'all to see the reaction to certain stuff. Like, I, I had had a clue that there was going to be a bunch of surprises that weekend. So, like, when Cody came out and, you know, yeah. the whole story with him is that he left to go to AEW. Then he came back. He's the yeah. first guy to come back. He started the company. Then he came back. So it was like when he came out, it was like the whole that was like the loudest pop of the night before Stone Cold. So it was like I wanted y'all to see that this shit is like, yo, it's, it's actually like oh, no, they it's, ran the city. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it was it's no first like wrestling is community based it's like we all come from like these little communities and we do things like hip hop is a community like yeah, wrestling yeah. is a community I've seen black white fat like everything just everybody come together yeah. oh like to see those many people like we were sitting next to like some young ass kids yeah. and like then we looked across and it was like an old ass couple yeah. like it's like damn like, everybody everybody's there. a pregnant woman like yeah. with their husbands <laughs> like I seen a pregnant woman with a baby and her husband I'm like and she was like standing up going crazy like <laughs> So it's just dope to see the community that wrestling brings together. And, um, yeah, man, I, I I might get back into it. I don't know. It was nice to just see y'all at the Access thing just buying merch and shit. Yeah. Like, there's pictures of Josh with his Undertaker hat on. Oh, that yeah. is his fucking <laughs> phone contact screen. <laughs> like, dog, like, that was just such a crazy. Cra- because, like, this is, this is something I love. It's something that, yeah. you know, I do podcasts for and stuff like that. And I, I was like, I know it's not, like, what everybody does. But I was like, just just, just oh, go along with but me. But you'd be fucking surprised because after me posting this shit so many people were hitting me up like you are WrestleMania like people like oh yeah. I wish I was there like yeah. people, y'all y'all niggas out there still watching this shit not being vocal <laughs> about it hold up yeah, this is crazy nah niggas know what was going on and everything like did you see I'm like yeah I saw it but I don't know who the hell this nigga is but you do like hey I see, man, a, a chick like a, a cool ass chick I'm like oh like oh, you God. be watching wrestling she's yeah. like yeah I'm like Crazy. They all know Roman Reigns. Hey. Like everybody knows him. Hey. They all know obviously Stone Cold shit like oh, that. Man. Bro, we got to see Stone Cold's last match, nigga. Yeah. And he like I think everyone was kind of just like kind of like is he going to like get hit and fall and shit the first they call him bumps. Like the first bump he takes is a suplex on the outside. I said this nigga's wildin'. Yeah. Like, he's 63. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> that nigga was going off pure, pure adrenaline. <laughs> he was drinking them beers, so he is is at a point he got a little, I'm like, all right. Even his little stone, the stunner on um on Vince McMahon. Yeah. It's like, I, you feel like Vic McMahon didn't really buy into it like he should have, but it also, like, Stone Cold couldn't really grab his neck all the way. He like. <laughs> they said one of the worst stunners of all time. Uh, I mean, hard to, you know, the thing about it is it's so different seeing that in an arena. Like, if we were or in a stadium, if I was watching on TV, I'd be like, that looked ter- terrible. In the stadium, everyone loved all that nah, shit. No, bro. 
in the stadium, I was watching it real time. I was like, that was terrible. <laughs> the way he grabbed him, I was like, hey, you, I'm like, he's not going to get it off. But hey, on the, re- on the replay, though, the post-production the replay cool. made yeah. it look actually pretty yeah. decent. I was like, all right, y'all deserve a raise for this. But I rewatched it. They were they on commentary. They were laughing at the shit too. Oh, okay, so it was like sure. everyone right. knew it was. Okay. As no, long as everybody's no, in on the joke, that like shit like ridiculous. No, nobody tried to like make it seem like it was more than what it was. But that was just like a, a, a beautiful experience. It was two nights. I was worried about if y'all was going to even survive. No, nah, <laughs> I was. I was, I was it's funny. I, I'm not. I, I be wanting to fall asleep at some shit like this. But they, <laughs> I like. I fell. I fell asleep. I'm a huge Rams fan. The first Rams game I went to. I fell asleep at the game. Jesus Christ. It's like the first season it was in LA. It's it that, wasn't it's that, that great. It's that Fidel. Hey, it is. <laughs> it is. So, I, like, but to WWE and wrestling's credit, like, they just had the flow. The yeah. running show was so good. Man, shout out to them. They need to produce rap shows and, yeah, and yeah. festivals. <laughs> like, the in-between pack, video yeah. packages, the shit going. Even the DJ before was entertaining. Bro, niggas hate on Valentino Khan. Shout out to hey. him. That nigga was spinning the EDM wrestling anthems. <laughs> yeah, hey, he was, was nice, like, yo. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. He was like, anybody come here for DX and Triple H? Then next thing you know, he had to break it down. He had the, the <laughs> DX Tiesto remix. I'm like, damn, where did that, that happen? At the NWO oh, Swedish God. House Mafia mix. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Bro, it, was, it was definitely, and I think again, like it, it's it it goes to show like. There may be a lot of lapsed fans, but it just it's that easy to bring them back in just by yeah. giving them a spectacle. Like you don't and, and I said like you don't have to watch week to week. Week yeah, to week is probably some of the worst television you'll watch week to week. Oh man. I mean <laughs> shit. People watch reality shows, so That's true. I don't. That's so true. I so won't. I mean but other than WrestleMania, Dallas itself as a city. Oh yeah, Dallas beautiful. is dope. I, I loved I've, it. I've been talking before we even went out there for this, I've been talking about buying land out there and yeah. I'm absolutely sold now. So yeah, shout out to Dallas, man. I, I just Weird weather though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everywhere is weird, but California. I'm like, man, if it ain't 75 and sunny, what, what are we doing? Like, any type of weather is weird to me, but Dallas was windy as fuck. Couldn't even smoke outside, so I was just like... Was, oh, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like, wind. Yeah, I appreciate it, though, because the heat yeah. in Florida is a bad, disgusting, sweaty-type heat. But Dallas was dry heat. But that's my thing. We weren't there in the summertime. Yeah. We're there when it's coming off winter. It's like springtime. There. Somebody was just weird. like, it's going to get worse. And I was yeah. like, well, I don't want to be around none of that shit. But <laughs> the I, wind did not like the wind didn't stop until like two in the morning. Yeah, like I literally, that's why I really was like, oh shit, I can smoke outside you was now. Trying to smoke, we came back from WrestleMania. You was, I was like, bro, g- give it a rest, bro. But then I went back out there at like two in the morning. Mark hit me up. He was still up. I posted some of my story. And this fool, Mark, just started laughing. I was like, yeah, man. Had to get I was dying laughing. He was outside, but <laughs> it was just that's when it stopped being windy. I was like, for sure. Uh. I got profiled. We got profiled at the mall. Which, oh shit! Oh I wasn't man, there we're talking about profile. See if they would see me, they'd be like, did they, "They like." I feel like when I'm out of town, people know I'm from. I'm not from around there. They all knew we weren't from around there. Oh, like you, you could like, tell. Oh, like, they just want to intimidate y'all. What was the? <laughs> what was the? What was the mall? I forgot. It wasn't North Point Mall. It was the Bougie Mall. I'm pretty sure people from Dallas probably know what this is. So was we was that was like five ten minutes away from North Point. Yeah. So like we we walk up there. I'm trying to find some Dior. Cause I want to get this. Dior. I still haven't found the Dior sneakers with Sing the CD on. on. Pop smoke. <laughs> I need to pop smoke so bad. So like, I'm trying to find them. It's like, hey, there's no men's Dior in Texas. Pier. I said, fuck. All right, whatever. I'm. I'm just gonna want to go back home. 
We walk in. I'm just like, let me just try and find somewhere else. I'm trying to buy a fit for Wally Mania. We got to talk about Wally Mania too. This is oh man, <laughs> I'm just dying off a nigga being from LA or living in LA and going to Dallas looking for Dior. <laughs> That's just funny. Like what? <laughs> Josh can kill you in so many words. <laughs> funny, I was just trying to find a, 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 something to wear for the night. I feel it. I but feel it. so like we walk in, we see like this short, like pudgy, like security guard saying, "Y'all boys lost." <laughs> Help. He like, said boys? Um, no, no, he, he didn't, didn't say boys. Oh, he didn't say boys. But he might as well have. He might as well have said boys. Hashtag, what it, hashtag nigga said he said boys. Because like, that's, that's the thing with profiling and racism. It comes off like, you know how some people say, you, you heard what you wanted to hear. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like yeah, now. It's yeah. like, that, I heard what I wanted to hear. And yes. he basically called me boy. And I was just like, no, nah, we listen, we're in a high upscale mall. You think that we just kind of wandered on the air? <laughs> just like, yeah, don't know what the fuck we're here for? So like, he had walked around the whole mall. The next thing I know, I turn around. He was like right next to us, like me, you know. He's Mark, a security guard. He was a security guard. Me, Ty, and I'm with Ty oh, Mark. Man, I was almost there. <laughs> like, get out of my way! I'm ready to scam. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> with real cat. Hey, I'm scamming right now. I be fuck. Hey, when I'm like, when I get profiled like that, I just start fucking with him. Like, even if it's well, it depends. Because sometimes I get into the bag of like, I'm not about to spend money with this bitch ass nigga. Yeah. But then also I get into the bag of like, nigga, I'm about to run it up. I came here to spend some money. So yeah, bitch ass nigga. What you talking about? I'll start talking shit. Tell that nigga to look the other way while I, while I shop. I don't need him in here. I'm shopping. I was, oh, oh, I'd embarrass him. Nah, it, it, it was it was definitely like, it was just weird. So like we went to another mall. We didn't know finding so much. You went to Wale Mania. Shout out, shout out, shout Wale. Yeah, shout out. I'm mad I missed Wale Mania. <laughs> I had to. I was at the Tyler show in Los Angeles. Wale. Well, I mean, that's another. That's another win for you. Hey man, there you shout go. out to yeah. Shout out to Tyler. Shout out to the home team. Another win. We had a conversation about Tyler was a legend in RNC chat, what? and I was like. Tyler's done all this shit. I'm like naming off all this shit. I'm just like, if he's not a legend, what the fuck else you got to do to be a legend? <laughs> like he's cemented. Yeah, it's, it's legendary. Over. So he won two rap Grammys, like back to back. Well, not back to back, but back to back albums. One, yeah, rap like he. Well, I don't know what people. What more do people want from him? He's the, he's made it acceptable for people to be weird. Yeah, shout and, out to Tyler. <laughs> so um, we're in the Wally Mania. Wally's a funny guy. He was drunk as shit. Of course, it's Wale Mania. It's like one of Wale Mania is like a club hosting. Yeah, so I get it. It's like yeah, nigga, I'm drunk. I'm lit. Sure, but the thing, the thing was weird about Wale Mania was that like I had never been before, so it was like I, I didn't expect to see just so many wrestlers just trying to like they had some bad fits on. Oh, yeah, trying to get that shit off. Was them niggas some, um, was was the Street Profits there? Yeah, they was there in the beginning. We did, we were at Papados. Damn, how we forget about Papados? Can we get sponsored by them? Man, they need to bring one to L.A. Why do they not like have one? Florida. Oh, you know why they don't have one in LA? Our seafood isn't as raw as it is in those oh, places. I guess, man. They got, yeah. It's probably, I mean, probably seafood is cool. <laughs> like, it ain't no super whoa, fresh. Whoa. No, it's great, but it ain't no super fresh ass organic seafood. Like, nigga, we can find some good seafood. I just here. think that it would probably be 10 times more expensive. Well, not 10 times, but it would uh, be more expensive here maybe, because they have maybe. to ship that stuff from. Because they're by That's Texas, by the I mean, Gulf, shit, we got all that seafood shit. spots out here. I don't know. They need to bring one to L.A., though, because it's consistent. We, L.A. don't have consistent, like, good soul food. Yeah. Like, I, if I just want to go and get some consistent, good, fast soul food, I can't find a spot like that. So, uh, maybe, you have to leave the city for it? You have to leave the city for it? It's just like, there's some no, places. you got to leave the city. You, got, you just got to probably go to, like, Inglewood. Yeah, it's uh, just like, I don't know. But my thing with and that, it's just, it's not enough... Um, like grilled seafood places in LA too. Yeah. It's like a lot of like fried and like yeah. It, but I mean, you know, you get that bohemian shit when you when you live out here, man. Yeah, that's, you that's, know, that's just what it, it is. They replaced all the good seafood with vegan spots. That's what it is. 
Which, hey, I had some fire vegan food last night, by the way. This shit was called Sarai Vegan. It was like some... like they, What? Bro, I don't know. It was like some Thai, Cambodian... Shit was fire. This boy Josh. I fuck with some Thai. I fuck with some Thai food now. Yeah. So you eating you eating vegan Thai wings? Yeah, no, it wasn't no vegan wings. Thai wings it was absolutely like, not. It was like some beef glaze shit. It was some fake ass beef. You know, it's funny though. All right, I'm about to say something that's kind of wild. Oh, but good for one. You gotta you gotta roll with me. You gotta a post production. Have you ever opened some dog food and be like, damn, this shit smells kind of good? Have you ever said? Have you ever? Have you ever? If you have, it's cool. But if you have, then, <laughs> this you be chewing on like them dog. Like. You be chewing on like them dog. Them dog uh, toothbrushes. No. Tooth Please say no. No, I'm just saying. If you ever open some dog food, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, oh, this smells kind of good. Yo, the Fidel's is different this week. I'm, this I'm sorry. Y'all. I can't. Did we gotta do straight this week? Never done that before. All no. Right. My, right. Here's my right. thing. Right. My dogs eat like. Frozen patties. Yeah. Like. See, but I'm saying when I had like when, when I had the Rottweiler when I was younger, just about the sure, bits. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure, open some dog food or something. But like, oh, this don't smell half bad, <laughs> nigga. This, this is why y'all will listen to I, us. Bro, I promise you. So, I, so where do you go from there, though? So, so I had the vegan food, the vegan <clears throat> beef with the with the garlic fried rice. It's, it was actually good. I'm like, oh, this. It, but I know if I would have ate the dog food, that shit would have been disgusting. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> but this, if, it's like, damn, if I had the illusion of eating that, and like, I smelled this, ate that, and like, like damn, damn Fido fucking this And not didn't even smell, <laughs> it didn't even smell like fucking dog food. It just, well, when that, I that, tasted that, it, it was like, oh, this is how. That's what I'm noticing I'd more and more. That. that is what I'm noticing more and more is that they're feeding like dogs more things that are not, not only safe for them, but like, you could probably eat it. You should not eat it. Yeah, I mean, who too. knows? I don't know. All right. Dogs, hey. That was a crazy t- That's a crazy. I, but also, back to some shit. Like, nigga, dog, to your point, dogs are getting fed better food than yeah, humans. They, they nigga, white, white people, they treat their dogs better than people. They deserve it. My babies deserve it. All yeah, right. They deserve got it. beds and toys. <laughs> Kids like we having toys these days. So uh, I don't want to stick on Dallas too long. We got a bunch of shit to talk yeah. about. But the, the, we went to Ecstasy Cabaret. Oh man! Shout out to Ecstasy Cabaret. Mark was an easy uh, easy lick in there. MC was they 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 knew you by first name in there. Oh man! I don't want to say I was an easy lick. I don't want to say I was an easy lick. Essentially, but I did anticipate what a Texas strip club would be like compared to Miami, compared to Atlanta. I felt like Atlanta strip <laughs> clubs and. Atlanta strip, Atlanta strip clubs are friendly. Or not. Atlanta strip clubs are friendly. Like they're like Atlanta they'll come up to you, they'll talk to you, you'll have a conversation. Texas was just like I felt like I was literally being assaulted. Like aggression. It was just it was just, it wasn't it wasn't bad aggression. It wasn't criminal aggression. No. <laughs> but I, no. I felt like my experience in Onyx. I went to Onyx maybe like nine years ago. I felt like I was like, damn, they are really working hard. It's like it's like aggression that is definitely deserved. Yeah, in ecstasy. It was off the bat. Like, before I got to the ATM, it was aggression. I was just like, damn. Yeah, it wasn't. Now, granted, it was worth it. I'm not going to say it wasn't worth it. <laughs> How much they get up off you, Mark? Uh, okay, so if, if we go to full if we go to full disclosure, I knew for a fact that we were going to have a fun time. So I was just like, all right, let me hit the ATM. Let me take two out. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. The stripper that was around at that time is literally at the ATM waiting to see what I'm taking out. And I'm like, I just can't be like, yo, get back. Get back. That's God damn, I'm about to walk that, over that's the side. That's nasty I was like, word. Right, well, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, if you don't 
Get back to the stables. <laughs> the right. stables. The stables. Hey, when we walked so, in, they had to like hold line of them. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It, was a, it was a decent line of them. So I took my bread out. I didn't expect for me to immediately go to a private dance, but it happened. I went upstairs. <laughs> Apparently, you had to pay to go upstairs. I was like, all right, fuck it. Went upstairs. I went into my head and started going into my head and be like, all right, you already know how this goes down in Miami. You know how this goes down in Tootsie's. <laughs> One song and wait for the transition because Tootsie's is very good with their transitions where they know the song is done. They'll be like, all right, now coming up to the next stage, Rebecca. (laughs) And you know, all right, song's over. Let's get the fuck out of here. I did maybe like two or three and I tried to get up because I was like, yo, she knew my friends were downstairs. I was like, all right, got to get up, got to go. They're like, whoa, wait, wait, where you going? Where you going? Where you going? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, I, I, I can't, I can't. Go, I can't get into too much detail here because I am a foreigner. I am in Texas. I do not know what the clergy system is like out here. I don't know what's going to happen. The security guard was huge as shit. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to play it by ear, figure out what happens. Because if it was in Florida, if it was in Miami, it would have been a little bit different. Yeah. So I paid for like two, three dances out there. Mark, how much, Mark? Mark, Mark, how much? So that ended up being like just this price, just name the price. That ended up being that ended up being like one sixty. That ended up being like one sixty on the dance, but just for one dance, it was forty dollars dances, which at this point in time, two thousand twenty two, is pretty common. Um, <laughs> Man, it's just crazy. I'm just tripping off the fact you went upstairs and y'all were having like a price for the dance. Like I didn't get none of that information. Like I didn't know it was upstairs until I was leaving, and we it's were kind of like not talked about until you until it's in the moment. It's kind of like not talking about until it's in the moment. You don't be like, before it happens, be like, all right, how much are these? Because then they're just going to ignore it. They're just I didn't gonna even be bro, like, oh, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure I was out. just throwing money. Like, I just got some money and I was just throwing money. I literally, like, I was doing it all wrong, man. I just didn't, I didn't know about the other No, 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 you did it right. I, for sure, for sure, so this, did it wrong. This was, so we went back down. This was my homeboy. My homeboy Eric was there. My best man Eric was there. This was him the whole night. This was him. I'm gonna eat it. Like, he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> this is him the whole night. I'm gonna tell y'all what he was the whole night. The whole night. Y'all ready for this? This this is this was this was the old Eric. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> that was him the whole night. <laughs> That was the, the whole night. Hey, I don't blame Eric. Every time I turn around, I'm gonna eat it. The woman in ecstasy were beautiful. I will say so. He was wild. Very well worth it if, if, if Eric was doing that. But, but, but shout out, shout out to ecstasy cabaret. We had a, a great night. RNC had a great night. The the bachelor party had a great night. It was a fucking. It was a blast. We had a. We had I was a just good upset. Night. I went in sweats. That's all. <laughs> I thought that's why you would want to go to sweats. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Nah, you can't. You can't be that guy in sweats on this trip. It's perfect. They perfect. want you to be that guy. But like, 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 come on, man. You've entrusted your money to them. They don't give a shit. But still, who comes in? It's like it's like coming in. It's like coming in the strip in, in basketball. When you went to school, you dances, are for sure perv man. Mark, when you went to school dancing, when you was a, a middle you, schooler, you came in the basketball shorts. Everyone came in the basketball shorts to the school dances. Come at on, at a now. school dance, things was yes, direct dances. There's no chance in hell you are going to a school dance in, sh- in ball shorts. Fly, no <laughs> bro, people DC. came for the explicit need to get dubbed. <laughs> And feel something on their wee wees <laughs> at the school dance. At a school dance, <laughs> yes. though. Yes. Let me not say not school dance. It was direct dances. We had a rec. 
called Tarleton Rex. <laughs> oh, y'all was going to the wreck. Okay, I'm just, wreck, I'm just crazy wreck, how this went from strip club to wreck. I'm like, damn. It's, hey, it's, it's a natural progression, bro. It is. Mark Doody was doing nasty, man. Shit. No, I didn't. I, I you specifically, did. You did. You did. Nobody in Miami goes to the strip in sweat. You want to look at his perv, man. Why? Right. So you did it out of state. That's why he's like, I'm, I could do it out of state. Nigga. No, it wasn't. It wasn't nigga. purposeful. In Fl- Mar- Josh, he's saying in Florida, you're looking at as perv man, nigga. It's Florida. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, man. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Let's talk about future, man. Future new album. He announced it. Title TBA. I'm excited, obviously, but I got a little trepidation because two years ago he gave us a dummy pack. Now. He has been killing features lately, so that's that's cool. But Josh, what um, are you are are you concerned? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm on the fence. Future, I always want new future music, so I'm excited for it. I think it's actually gonna be great. I do too, but I just don't like the build up. I don't like the the build up to it. Like I don't like the the Kanye. Like, yeah, I, Kanye and Future probably make a great song. It's probably gonna be an amazing song, but also I don't feel like. Future needs to lean on Kanye to be great. Like you can just let that be a surprise feature we hear. Feature we hear on the project, right? Keep it pushing, and then I don't like. Um, not even I don't like, but you had Young Scooter, the finesse kid, <laughs> tell us that's gonna be the best future album ever. It's like you're, you are known for lying. You're like you talked about selling dummy packs, and you said you could put the work on the on the. Uh, what do you say on on Thug Song Guap? <laughs> I don't know. He man. can cook the he can cook the rock without a scale or yeah. without a stove. I'm like, how are you gonna do that? So yeah, man, I, I, I that's not a great sign. Um, but Future's been on a little run lately, man. People, don't, it's a, it's like a run that people haven't noticed. Like he's been giving people records. Like yeah. Nardo Wick, Me or Something is basically his song. Like the Pop uh, Smoke album, the first posthumous one, uh, Snitching. He had a great verse yeah. on that. The fucking uh, um, I like the the record, uh, the Hot Boy record he got. That Nobody was special. Good. That's a, that's a he, banger. He gave twenty four k golden of crazy yeah. verse for no reason. I just you couldn't have, <laughs> you couldn't have kept this one, brother. Like he he's been he's been going crazy. He's been snapping. The only thing is that, and I I think my issue with Future is what it's always been is that he records so much that what we're hearing could be from twenty seventeen and we wouldn't even know it while we're waiting for shit that we heard on on you know on snippets, right? So it's like we'll hear a snippet in twenty twenty two. We won't hear that shit till twenty twenty five. And and he always does shit like that. It's like I would love to hear, like where where was Sam McCord at? Sam McCord is one of his best songs. You only hear a snippet yeah, that, of it. That'll on never Wizard. come out. It's on um. It's, it's on, on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that's the YouTube of it. It's called uh. It's called Sam McCord. Yeah. No wait. What is it called? It's Sam called Sam McCord. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean that that record will probably never come out officially at this point. But um, and I also think that those pages be like official pages, like that just are official pages. There's a future free bands page that drops videos and drops like random tracks from him. I think that's him too. Yeah, the future Hendrix one. I'm like that got to be somebody internally. Like, yeah, future the wizard. <laughs> no, it's called Future Hendrix. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, there's a future regular page and there's a future Hendrix page. And I think there's one more page that plays like that only does like his collabs because they had a bunch of future and thug collabs that like mm. never saw the light of day, but are mastered and mixed and like sound really. It's just good. like they have photos I've never seen before. This all type of shit. Yeah. I'm like this shit look like it's him. Yeah, somebody. it's really him. So, uh, what is it? The twenty eighth, twenty ninth, end of the month. I guess we just got to wait and see. I mean, it, it's it sounds good. High off life was I think. There's a reason nobody talks about that shit. You know what? It's, it's funny. I found myself coming back to that the other day, just because like I listen to every Future album all the time. Yeah, and there was something higher life that I really liked. I was like, oh, I like uh, uh, something with demons. What's, what's that shit? 
Posted with uh, Posted with Posted Demons with, was good. Um, I like uh, oh, too comfortable is on here. That's, that's one of future. That's low key one of the future best songs. Low key, like but it's at the ass end of that album. It's and like, then accepting my flaws is cool. That's good too, but it's like you got to go through a lot of bullshit yeah. to get that. The, the NBA, the NBA Young Boy track is pretty good, but then you got I like, like Ryan Strikers. Yeah, Ryan Strikers is cool. There's some bullshit on here. It's some bullshit. <laughs> it's definitely some <laughs> bullshit on there. But it, but I also feel like it's like these songs feel like they were so old. They were just like, why are we getting these now? Like yeah. you could just. Throw away shit. So, um, speaking of, speaking of albums, Lotto's album came out, doing real good. He said Lotto. Yeah, she's doing yeah, real yeah. Good. Nah, Lotto album's good. I like it. She, she's it's giving. <laughs> she's selling. She's selling hard tickets, y'all. Hard fucking tickets. Okay. I love yo. It's a joke, but I love that narrative of that she's out here really like hitting the road, exactly. selling tickets because like that shit is um, it's hard. It's hard, and I just think. Artists these days undervalue that. Like yeah. all these festivals popping up, they can jump on there, have a built-in crowd. But it's like, can you sell a ticket to your show? No. And I, <laughs> I, it's just like it, it's something to be said for that, and that's how you build a real career. So like I, I, I commend her for that. And it's it's crazy because you see it. Like her fan base. You know, I don't know who her fan base was before yeah. these these shows, and now I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, like it's very much a real fan base that's engaged. They're buying merch. They're they're tapped in. So shout out to Lotto. So um. There was a narrative that we talked about a couple weeks ago, about a month ago, where Lotto had said that there was a rapper that oh yeah uh, was being horn man, and and said that he would not clear his verse if she if she wasn't able if if he wasn't able to have sex with her. Yep, and we talked about this on the show before. Yeah, we did. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna run down the features who they were on there. You got Twenty One Savage, uh-huh. Lil Wayne, uh-huh. Childish Gambino, Lil Durk, Nardo Wick, and Kodak Black. You know, a lot of people were like, why can't it be Charles Gambino? And I think everyone looks at him like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who asked that? I'm just saying, I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody like, why can't it be Charles Gambino? I'm like, all right, come on, nigga. She uh, it. it might be. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we, well, there was a, what, what is it? It's like the Joe, it's like the women who host the Joe Budden show or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, it's not, they're not on Joe Budden thing anymore. Oh, um, they're not. Okay. Nah, they got their own, they, they went off on their own. Uh, Mandy, I think, is the one that, that mentioned it. I, I'm blanking on, is it Bridget Kelly? Yeah, it's her, Bridget Kelly, and there's one more person. I think it's only two now. Oh, it's only oh, yeah, it was three before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, this is a whole different show. God We're damn. fucking this up. I, sorry, it's, I'm not that tapped into this podcast, but I do know the the woman who who outed the actual person name is Mandy. I believe. Yeah. So, so she goes into her phone. Yep. Says, "I just got some new tea," and she says, "It was actually Wayne." And then everyone says. I think everyone collectively said, well, why didn't we think it was fucking Wayne from the beginning? I didn't even watch the clip when it happened or whatever, yeah. but I like, I, I, I kind of thought it was Wayne from the get go. <laughs> All but right, like, Eric. But no, but <laughs> we talked about this. And I, I, I think I, you did say that though. Yeah, I'm not, but also I'm just not the one to be pointing fingers in this motherfucker. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, it's crazy, but I want to bring this back up for this episode because I want to clear Kodak Black's name. <laughs> Oh my yeah, god! All right, a, why nobody bring this? Should be a huge story, right? This should be as big as the original story, and it's not, and it's just like fucked up. It's I think crazy. It's, I think it's because there's a burden of fuck shit that surrounds Kodak Black at all times. He's actually uh, actually embroiled in a colorism thing right now as well. Is he? Which is yeah, which because is why what? another one. Yeah, I, I don't. I saw it Man, come up. He a black ass nigga like light skinned woman. Let him be. Like <laughs> it just Josh, is what it when is. When I say Josh, good for one, bro. I mean, damn, it's like if that's what you like, that's what you like. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I don't know the I don't know the full context. Let me let me see what the full context. Yeah, I don't know is. what the context is. I just want to bring up Kodak is so great because I'm about to say once, Snapchat's a couple years old. Well, I found it. Let me hope. I'm, I'm hoping Complex doesn't put a fucking video in here. Okay, so the, it came from 
Uh, a TikTok user posted a video in which the Florida rapper oh. seemingly ignored a dancer at the strip club based on her, her I skin color. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, hey, first of all, you're not going to tell me how I'm supposed to spend my money in the strip club. <laughs> like, what? Like, we just was in the strip club. Yeah, I'm looking for the dancer I want to dance yeah, on me. Yeah. Like, what? Like, that's like, that's like going to a restaurant and being like, you got to eat whatever they put on your table. Honestly. No, nigga, I'm ordering off the menu. Honestly, this Josh is very turned up hey, about this. this shit crazy. I can't believe it. I saw the that The right now are in the red right now. I saw that TikTok, and I watched I saw that, and I said... Bitch, why you got your camera on me in the club the whole time? Like, follow you, 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 you so engrossed in what I'm doing in the club. You didn't notice that I tipped this girl. Like, you really noticed that? Josh like, so I'm just tripping this. off that. Like, we all it. in the club. We probably ain't been here for an hour, and you didn't see every girl I tipped and who I didn't tip. And that's what the you, one. What person. have you been doing? Now let, let me let me let me clarify. Kodak, I'm not. He's not my favorite person nah, as a person, but his response I felt like was to the colorism shit. Yeah. Oh, what he say? And I'm gonna try and. Decipher yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, you're gonna put your. Say, you're gonna put hey, man. Whoever, whoever caught it that lame as fuck, I threw money on all kind of women. My money don't run out in that club. Everybody love me there. <laughs> I love dark women. They're queen with their black ass. Facts, though. they beautiful. Yo. <laughs> that, a good that was a great. That was the greatest response he could have gave. Thank you. My money long. I just was, was tired. I, I was tired during that song. My wrist hurt. It was good. I came right back after that song throwing money. I was still in that club throwing money. You're like yeah, what? We, what you we, talking about? But the, the first, the first thing, they, the first colorism thing was him saying that light skinned women are more sensitive. Which I, it's funny. Is that how, even, it's I mean, funny how, but it was, it's funny how like when it goes the other way, it's kind of fun. Like, it's kind of weird, right? Because it's just like I thought he was talking about dark skinned women because that's usually what yeah. they're they're yeah. usually taking aim at that. And he he was saying light skinned women were more sensitive, and I was just like I thought that was like a meme. I thought that was it's like, just yeah. crazy that that's even like all right, that's colorism. Like that's just his opinion of, of people, his experience. Like at the end of the day, like how is that colorism? I think if it would be colorism if you said, you know what, man, I don't want no dark skinned women in my videos ever. That's yeah. colorism. Yeah, that's, that's colorism. colorism. But he's been he's dating sure dark skinned women. Like that. He's dated dark skinned women. He dated uh, yeah, he probably did have his line like that. Niggas just said crazy shit in their time. He's been rapping since he was fucking 15 years old. I'm pretty sure he wasn't all the way there. Bro, Josh, you need to be a lawyer. It's just crazy, <laughs> man. I just think they just like, especially with Kodak, young boy, it's like they just quick to be like, oh, yeah, like. They wrong. They did like man. I, I think that, that. But be fair. They don't make it easy. They, they don't, don't make it easy but, for themselves. But hey, man. The world like it's just funny how like you have other people, people from other personalities yeah. and, and places. They yeah. do things, and people don't even bat an eye. Yeah. And then it's Kodak Black, and everybody like, hold up, you're not spending money on the black girls in the club. <laughs> Let's put it on TikTok. Like what the fuck? The, like, the TikTok. I'm looking at it on mute. The TikTok video is kind of weird. Uh, I, I I can't call it. I, I do feel like he's under a lot of scrutiny because people are waiting for him to fuck up. Yeah, but this is the greatest <laughs> thing about this. So after the whole mulatto or mulatto, I still call her mulatto. I can't stop calling her mulatto. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know. Like I wonder if she minds. She probably like it. Mulatto. After the mulatto, well, remember thing. she was fighting the damn name for it got so long. Yeah, <laughs> Mul- I, I, like I, it's not even me being like kind of no way. Like I just I heard of her as mulatto, so yeah. I can't stop calling her mulatto. But um, after the mulatto thing, yeah, uh, Kodak <laughs> he just went. Again. He just went and started screenshotting. I mean, is it is it is it a bad term? I'm, I'm rolling it's, it's with a pretty, it. It's a pretty shitty term. I'll say that. It's a name. <laughs> Call people by what they want to be called. Hashtag listen, man. <laughs> so after the situation, mulatto. I'm yeah. a, there you go. Okay, okay. 
Um, Kodak started screenshotting just people in support of him. He didn't even he put the caption was just the, the emoji with the breathing uh, nose, like the like the yeah breathing yeah. out the air. Yeah, the Brahma bull. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's crazy because once you get to know you for real, it's a whole different it's a whole different person that IG portrays. He just all these screenshots are just people just hitting them up. It's random like text messages. Yeah, just random text messages. I, from I don't doubt he's a other than like I don't doubt that he. I don't know this kid. I don't doubt that he, there's some people he might be cool with or okay with. No, he's just a respectful guy, man. He's from the South, man. Southern I just gentleman. feel like it was fucked up. It was like, but I was also like, damn, we really should have like called it with Wayne. Like he is yeah. like a, he is like. But a, no, we shouldn't have called it. We should have pressed her to say who it is. That's true. Yeah, and just keep it at that. Yeah. Like, why are we just judging off of who, what? Like, it's yeah. like, damn. It put a weird cloud over the album. It put a weird cloud it over did, the album. It, it, did. it didn't, it and didn't drop it, but. And it's also weird because it's like he's on by and large what is probably going to be like the next single with with him on it. No, I don't think they, you know they, 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 it's, it's the it's like the biggest. That's the biggest song is Wayne on there and Childish Gambino. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if they shoot a video for that after all. This Wayne is going to be on location. Somewhere. My thing is no, nah, it's like <laughs> like we 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 ain't got to be that in the the rap game. And this is a team whoever we yeah. ain't got to be that entrenched in the business of this shit. To not stand on moral, morals and integrity. Yeah. Like, if he was out there trying to do some weird shit to you to get on the album, I damn near wouldn't have put him on there. Yeah. But after that, I'm damn near sure we're not doing the video after right. this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't care how much it's going to boost the album streams or yeah. whatever. So, and like, you, you feel like if she does the video afterwards with after all of that shit and they, they dap yeah, it up and they like, squash it's like. It's lame. It's lame. Yeah. Or they better come out and do some little, like, hey, we. I don't know. Apologize at least. I just don't like. I didn't like that, and I don't like how even now after the fact she coming out and being like Wayne, it wasn't Kodak. But, but what's crazy is that Wayne isn't even getting half the scrutiny that Kodak yeah, got, no, which is crazy. Wayne which is also because Wayne is Wayne. Yeah, at the legend. Yeah, they're like, ah, we know how Wayne get. Yeah, and, uh, and he's just a legend. So it's like you know, and but also he probably got some PR people that's on this shit where mm. Kodak is just out here just being Kodak. Yeah, Kodak PR is his engineer slash manager. I was like, that's what, that was the person who was speaking for him at that point. That is true. It was like, what your engineer? <laughs> the whole story, like, oh man. Hey, man so I, I just leave that nigga alone, man. I just I think it's like a white dude, honestly. It but, might be. It might be Trump. Uh, nah, chill out. White man in Florida. <laughs> hey, man, it's crazy leave that nigga alone, man. It's it's crazy that that Kodak was that went to go meet Donald Trump with Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> like Ray J is one of the most interesting people in the world. I hope to get him on the black print one day. I think you know what's I'm, funny. I'm putting I, that in the atmosphere. I'm going to manifest think, it. Manifest it. I think we could get him on the on the. Black oh, I think print. so too. I think we could. absolutely. I think you probably oh, know somebody. I definitely know somebody knows Ray J. <laughs> That yeah. reminds me. Oh my god! One of our black print manifestations. We saw Reggie at the fucking mall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all, see, I should have been out there for that because I didn't get the interview. I would have been like, "Hey, flipping crip." <laughs> I said, "I said, listen. I said, this is Josh's whole bag. I'm not talking yeah. to this nigga Reggie. <laughs> what was y'all? Was he some good shit? Was he out there banging? No, nah, he the ball. Was- <laughs> Was he banged out Bro, the ball? If I if you if there was clouds on the floor, you would have thought this nigga was walking on him. This nigga was walking light footed as hell. Bro. Oh man. See, I'd have been like, yo. Hey, cuz. I think he tried. Me and Five couldn't do that one. You could, I'm you just could dying to have called himself the flipping crip. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. I got to get him on there, though. Like, we got the black print rolling, like, every bi-weekly. We, can, we keep saying every other Wednesday. <laughs> it's bi-weekly. bi-weekly. <laughs> it's bi-weekly. Uh, we got to get the flipping crip. Um, yeah. I can't believe y'all ran into him and didn't put that bug in his ear. Cyrus wanted to do it. Cyrus should have, man. But then Cyrus said, this nigga Josh ain't giving me my shirt, so I'm not going to do this nigga. <laughs> He ain't say that. I'm just playing. Cyrus ain't do that. I'm just I'll playing. Know. I'm just playing. Oh, I'm about to say. I'm just playing. Okay, so we talking about Amp and, and all this stuff. So, like, right before 
you know, the whole thing started, I was freaking out. I was freaking out. I truly was like, Josh, I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. I don't know what's going because because you know it it, it, it kind of like sparked this conversation that, that we had before we, we started. You were talking about some some things you do to kind of calm yourself and center yourself. Some books you were reading, and I was like, yo, I, I looked into it because like I, I think that one thing that caught me really heavily was like, and and I think as black men we don't talk about it enough. Like yeah. we don't talk about really the things internally. That because like my my thing is just like we we always want to kind of look the part because if we don't if like we we have to look the part we have to look the part at at all times that is how I um kind of cope too sometimes yeah retail therapy is real for me exactly like if I'm ever feeling low I'm like oh I'm about to run it up absolutely (laughs) that's the bro we are speaking the same way you know what I'm saying like and I didn't know that because it was like. It's, it's like, yo, like, we got to look the part or else it looks like we're, we're trying too hard. Or, like, right. we got to look cool or else it does. Like, I was not cool in that moment. Like, it felt like it was like, bro, like, what if the fucking app don't work? What if niggas don't <laughs> fuck with us? What if no one joins? You know, yeah. that's always the big fear. And, you know, we I said that I wanted, like, 28 or so listeners. We ended up getting, like, a little bit over that or, or you know, in terms of just license. But, like, obviously we're growing. So it's like... I felt a little bit of it. I hate to even say this because it sounds like such a white term. Oh man, shit! Like it I, hate to, say, I hate to say white term, but like, it sounds like, a, like I felt like I had like a little bit of imposter syndrome, and it's Bro. like people say that, and I'm just like, what the fuck do you mean by and that? Please you know? explain to people what imposter syndrome is. Like it's it's when you when you reach a certain level, and you feel like you didn't earn it or you didn't deserve it, right? So yeah. I, I felt like. You know, we talked about MC being nervous earlier, and it was like, you know, I, as much as I'm fucking with him right now, I was in the same boat. Yeah, no, I, and, and I was, I mean, it's funny. Kobe Ryan always says, like, nerves are, are good. Like, yeah. nerves before games, I always have nerves. So I always roll with my nerves. I never really got, I get nerves, but I'm not nervous. But to your point of imposter syndrome, like, that term is funny that you call it the white term. I, yeah. I used to hear it all the time and had no idea what the fuck it meant. I'm right. like, what? It means you're not who you are? Like, I don't know, but... I've 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 definitely felt tingles of that in my life, yeah. but I've also been like you know like as black men being wherever we're at in life yeah. is like a blessing. Like making it past twenty one is a blessing. Right. So it's like if I'm alive and I'm still doing what I'm trying to do, like I'm I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I would never know it with you. You're cool as a fan at all times. Yeah, That's like I mean, your personality, like you're cool yes. as a fan at all times. Yeah. I would never know. I when I do when I do lose it, it's like very far in between. And yeah. It's like and it's something. It, it's either a culmination of a couple of things. Or it's just like it's something that just really irks me, yeah. like, like Kodak earlier. So, so for that, <laughs> so like a question. Yeah. When you when you because I remember you told me about like your 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 process for like the Amazon interview and stuff like that, and yeah. it took a long time. I was oh, like, yeah. bro, I was talking to you like every month. Like, did, did you get it? Yeah. He's like, no, bro. Did you did you feel like when you finally got that position? Because because I've seen like where you where you were at where you where you came to like where you're at now. Now that did you did you feel that when you when you started at Amazon or was it just no? Like, it wasn't, bro. It was absolutely no imposter syndrome because it was like. I I have gotten to the point with me and just who I am as a person in this industry. Like I'm an expert at what I do, and like you know, a place like Amazon needs me. Yeah, <laughs> I truly believe that. Yeah. I truly, and not even just Amazon. I, it's just a ton of companies that need me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like I just look at things and I'm like, oh, I know I can make that better, and oh, I know, and that's that's uh, a little bit of me just being a creative in that sense, and just seeing <laughs> products and being, and thinking about how I can make them better, and yeah. then also just. Kind of manifestation. I just know right. that I'm always going to be in a place where I provide value, and I provide value. I know yeah. that about myself. Like I'm a fir- I'm a firm in that fact that I provide value to the world. And um, so yeah, in that in that moment, I didn't really like have any of those kind of feelings. But to get me to that place, like I'm, you know, like I'm very much in tune with myself yeah. and my inner self, and and knowing that like the source is within me, and it's not anything outwardly. Like you know, 
my job or my love life or my clothes or my material things don't define me or don't make me happy. They're all yeah. just products of me manifesting. Yeah. And yeah. my abundance is that that's all just products of that. Yeah. And that's something I just like, that's something I always knew in life. But recently I've kind of just like read about it and been like, oh, this is it. Like I've been yeah. reading this book, the abundance book. And actually I'm gonna get both of y'all the book because I've just been buying it from people now yeah, since yeah. I've read it. And um, yeah, like every morning I read like a passage from this book. I meditate for 15 to 20 minutes. Right. I work out and then I get to my day and like that is what centers me and helps me kind of get through like, you know, just these these moments of, of self-doubt because we all get the moments of self-doubt. But then it's also like, no, I'm keeping it positive. I'm focusing on a positive outcome. And right. like if I keep that in my vortex, that should have come. And like I, I mentioned it before, but like Abraham Hicks, she's yeah. a um, I don't even know what to call her. She's a motive. I, I hate to call her a motivational speaker. But she just <laughs> she just talks about these different theories and like. And the way she explains it is just so, like, accessible and common. And you can hear it and be like, okay, I get that. But she talks about that, like, keeping your mind on the positive and keeping positive things in your vortex. Yeah, because, because, like, you never know. And I think, honestly, like, this this past week has been, like, really tough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I my fiancé had a miscarriage this week. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really trying to, like, like my 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 response to that is was to internalize it and just well, I I gotta make sure she I right. yeah you know what I'm saying I gotta make sure she's she's fine and I hate to like bring the mood down but like no nah, this, I mean, this I, is I, real life this is what people cause want because it, it's like bro the the next day I have to I gotta do amp mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the next day I gotta yeah. I got people that you know she depends on me my friends depend on my co-hosts depend on me everyone depends on me and it's like I, I didn't want to get and I was telling her, I was like I don't want to get to a point where like I'm like. I'm moving forward and I'm not really thinking about it no more. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Nah, you gotta, you gotta kind of address it and deal with it and, 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 and work through those feelings. You gotta learn to, to live with those feelings. Yeah. Like instead of trying to suppress them. That's one thing I've learned. I've yeah. learned that just going through therapy. Like so often in my life, I've just like, I've had moments happen to me and just move past it yeah. and just try to forget about it and forgot about it. Yeah. And it'll come back up in therapy. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot that even happened. Like, right. I'm just talking to you, and it it opened up this memory bank. Yeah. So yeah, like I think that's just something that happens as black men. Yeah, and that's, just, that's, yeah. that's the point. Like, I think as yeah. men, it's like we we and I. This is you know we have to. I, I'm thinking I gotta provide. It's like, well, it'll happen again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. thinking like I'm not thinking of the ramifications. I'm I'm just like you know I, I gotta make sure she's good. But I'm like. Am I good? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Nah, like, and I even, it's funny, in this moment, I even apologize. I told you some shit like, hey, like, not even you get over it, but I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, you know, keep trying. Like, yeah, it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know just how common situations like that could be. It's yeah. just friends around me that's happened. Like, and I'm just like, okay, like, I understand that that's, it's a part of life. Like, it's an experience that's going to make the greater experience even greater. What was, what was fucked up was because I, I was, I was telling you, like, literally the day before I found out, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? this is this yeah. is everything. This is we and were at the photo shoot, like, yeah, and it still will happen. Like it's it's absolutely gonna happen. So it's like that's the the thought you have to have. Yeah, with it. like that happened. Um, it's still happening, yeah. and that's one thing that these books have taught me. It's like right. living in the present. Like I am abundant. I am pres- I'm wealthy. Like yeah. I'm all that right now, and not wealthy just in. And no, it's ownership. Wealthy and it's wealthy and just it, everything, and yeah. it's all here right now. I just yeah. gotta reach out for it and grab it. That's one right. thing I always think about. Like everything is here. I just got to grab it. And I think about the Lil Wayne line. Like, I, um, my eyes is ears and I'm grabbing what I see. Yeah. <laughs> or my eyes are hands and I'm grabbing what I see. I think about that line when I be meditating sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like. Because I think that it's like, I think we got to, like, I think Dion went to AMP and asked, he, was, he was on AMP Live and he asked us just, you know, how do we, how do we kind of say no and how do we deal with all of these deals and all this stuff comes up. It's just like, it ain't easy. 
right. know what I'm saying? Like this is something that, that a lot of people don't know, but it's like I I have I can't you know we can't say anything. We can't talk. I feel like as men we just don't talk. It was like it was even tough for me to tell y'all because it was just like I was like I'm, I'm embarrassed like. Not embarrassed, yeah. but it's not not embarrassed it's just, in the sense of just like that. But it's, it's it's just like, bro, I was so excited. It's just like now nah, I got egg on my face, so to speak. It's like, nah, that's what the life, fuck, bro. That's, I, it was confusing. It was just I, like, I feel you though. I absolutely hear you, and that's that's I, those feelings are natural, and those are those are going to occur. But, but like I said, you got to like live with them, fight yeah. through them, and, and you know. So it's like we we get to Wednesday, and it's like, all right, I gotta be, yeah. <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be like in here. But it's like also this is a, a big fucking deal. This is something we've been working for for so long. I can't fuck up. So it's like my 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 whole thing now is just like I gotta speak up. I gotta talk. I gotta say. I gotta verbalize it because it's just like if I if I don't, I'm a I'm a fucking go crazy. Like yeah. we we don't talk enough. I feel like as men, like we don't we don't say like yo, this is what's going on. I, I think I told all of y'all like at once. I was just like, this is what's happening to me right now because I would have never done that. But I felt like we had gotten all so close over Dallas that I was just like. Man, like I, I was like, I love every single one of these niggas. I was just like, for to keep this from them would be me not kind of again living in that abundance where it's like I have an abundance of of of, and I treat my my friends, y'all, and my family. Yeah, you know, I was like, and I treat y'all like that. So it's like I'm in abundance of love, man, and and that's what was important to me in in, in brotherhood. Okay. That's what was important to me, and 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 I felt like you know it was important to share that. And it's important to share this with, with you know, listeners too. Where it's like, you guys aren't alone. You know what I'm saying? You guys are abundant in what you guys have. And, you know, I'm going to figure out a way to get over this. I'm probably going to have to talk to somebody. I don't know. But it's like, at the end of the day, like, internally what we go through, if we do not let that shit out, it is, it is not going to be good. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's not. No, that's, it's, it's like combustion. And, yeah. you know, like all things in life, you got to, I, I, I'm a firm believer in just talking through problems and yeah. issues. And, yeah. And solution, like to get to a solution, you got to talk through it. Like in anything in life, like if you're trying to figure out a marketing plan or if you're trying to, you know, figure out a kink in your relationship, yeah. you got to talk through it and negotiate and get to a better place. And, I, you know, I just I believe in that so much. And, you know, I think in any situation, you got to do that. So, you know, shout out to you for coming on this platform and, yeah. and expressing that because this is going to help tons of people, people coming out of that. It's helped me in this conversation. So, yeah, yeah no, nah, thank nah, you. I, I, I think that, you know, that's the real BND right there is, is, is speaking up, talking to your brothers, letting people know what's going on like that. And, and, and I think, you know, when you get those moments where you're afraid, it's like, I don't know, oh, fuck, I don't want to fail, bro. You could not fail. There is no there is no there's no reason that why we couldn't have pulled the amp shit off because of who we are. Because of how long mm-hmm. I've been doing this, yeah. because of who Josh is, because of you know who who Mark is, we there's there's no way we couldn't have pulled that off, and we're gonna be, get bigger and bigger. It's just that when those those moments come, we gotta be like, bro, like 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 one good quote my mom like always had, like it was like a picture or something she had. She was like, "Chance favors the prepared." So it's Man, like this ain't it. like you gotta be prepared for this shit. That's some real shit. If you're not prepared, the shit is not gonna happen for you. So it's like you know just just stick with it, and, and you guys. Yeah. Doesn't have it, bro. For real. No, and to like the talking to your your homies and friends point, men in general, just black men, white men, whoever, talk to each other because yeah. like it'll make the lighter shit easier. Yeah. Like I was just having a conversation with um one of my friends. She's like, you know, she's dating, she's looking for somebody, and she's yeah. just like, hey, like, can you just call? Like, she was asking me to call somebody. She's like, can you just call him and like ask him like, is he dating or is he just out here? Like, is he trying to find someone to settle down with? Or is he just trying to fuck? <laughs> like, is he just out here fucking? And I was like. I was like, no, I can't call him and ask him that. Like, 
I was like, how would you? She's like, why? Like, you don't, you guys don't talk about stuff like that. I'm that's like, crazy. No, we don't just sit there and be like, nigga, you fucking bitches, or are you trying to settle down? Like, but, th- but that's I, so that we should be talking should about be. that. that <laughs> that's so crazy because that's not the first time I've heard anything like that. Like, like it was literally like uh, Pat got a new girlfriend, and my friend was like, well. Who is she? What's her name? What did he do? I'm like, I don't fucking know. We don't talk about yeah. that shit. Or to 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 that point, like uh, Cyrus and Mark knows this. Cyrus has a whole life that we don't even know about because we don't oh, ask him about it. That boy Cyrus, boy. <laughs> I love Cyrus. I don't. I don't. I don't know about his life. And you tell me he was like, he's like, he's with his friend right now. We yeah. was at Dallas. He just went off. He yeah, was on a date. <laughs> like, damn, nigga, we out here for the bachelor party. You got a date, like. Like, yeah, it was, it was, but it, but it was a good thing because it was, it was like I, I love to see him living, but it's like you know what, I don't check in enough. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't check in with him enough, and and yeah. I love him to death. I talk to him about video games all fucking day, but I don't check in with nah, him real, about man. what goes on outside of that shit. And it's like, how could I be like a real brother if I don't do that? You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. I if I don't like, and I have like real actual issues with my real family yeah. where I try and do that and they don't answer, and I need you know what I'm saying? These yeah. people will, so it's like. Yeah, it, it was this conversation got way deeper than I expected it to. But. Nah, but this is what the black print is for. Yeah, I mean, this is literally what it's for. Like, I, if you made it this far in the episode, you just got some jewels and gems. Shout out to you. Um, shit, you about to get the Mario Christian interview later. Yes, we actually. Hey, shout out to us for just you know what we doing right now. Like, <laughs> we we on amp. Then we giving y'all the amp after the the public episode. Like that, other amp shows ain't doing that. So just understand that y'all really getting. Um, the most out of this situation with the black print and Justin. That's why I thought that's why I thought Dion's question was so impactful when he did it on AMP because all these things we're doing, and yes, these these are moments where we can celebrate and we can have some very great moments on here. There's so many other things that we do outside of this between myself, between you, Josh, between J5 as well, that these types of moments, just this half hour conversation is probably something that squeezing that within our day would push back a decent amount of things that we are working on throughout the week. So to be able to have that and to be able to look back on that just based on Dion's question was something that I thought was very, very important because I think a lot of creators can relate like, yeah. There are many different things that we're going throughout the week. We're doing all this on weekends, so on and so forth. You kind of have to squeeze a lot of that as far as centering yourself, making sure that you are tapped in with those that love you, friends, family, so on and so forth. And make sure that you don't lose that part as you're going into different things because it can pass by really quickly. And once you get into your head, it's not a fun place to be if you are the type that gets into your head and talks yourself out of good moments talks yourself out of good situations being able to make sure that you don't lose that part of yourself throughout all of this you can be as busy as you want but being able to make sure that you have the moment to realize where you are enjoy the experience that you're having right now i think is something that is very underrated i hope there are a lot of creators or if there are a lot of creators that are like us right now and are dealing with similar situations i'm sure that they would tell you the same as well. Sometimes it's tough, man. I can't lie. Yes, it's tough, man. I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm glad that that that, that you guys are here. Thank you guys for listening. We had, we come to the end of the show. We ran a little bit over this week. Oh shit, yeah, man. We took <laughs> it, at the end of the show. We, we took it there, and, and we about to. How, that was what? How what? Hour? Yeah, it was an hour. It was over an hour. Yeah, and we about to give y'all what? Another like what hour? Yeah. So if you don't if you don't have our Patreon already, bro, five dollars down gets you extra episodes. It gets you the amp interviews early. You, you, 
you could be on Josh's close friends. Josh, where's the fucking vlog at? Yo, I'm working on it, and, and <laughs> I can give y'all the a bridge version that 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 like TikTok made for me. I put all the videos in TikTok, and it made me just like a bridge version to the Stone Cold theme. It's actually really fucking weird. I might get that to y'all, but I, I want to do like the voiceover shit. I want to talk over it. I want to be like the bitch in the club with Kodak. Like, <laughs> want to be a hater real quick? Kodak ain't tipped in over it. Like, damn, but. Um, shout out to WrestleMania. I ran into Blake Ricciardi out there and the homie PJ randomly, so I got them in the vlog. But yeah, y'all gonna get that. Put y'all five dollars down. Yeah, put put your five dollars down. You see the vlog. The vlog. Uh, I think ten dollars gets you the producer tier, or the the BND tier. Which one? Which one is it, Mark? I'm fucking up right now. Yeah. Uh, ten dollars. Ten dollars, ten dollars will be the black print tier. The video content that we have promised all of our patrons that is one hundred percent on the way. So we're gonna be working on some video for you guys as well. The ASF tier, of course, you get to be in Josh's close friends. That opens up the entire vault of all of the ASFTs. That is going to be on the way when you jump into the ASF tier. Very big for those that are fans and want to make sure that you get a lot of those throwback tees with ASF. And then, of course, if you want to tap in with the thirty dollar BND tier, yeah. you get everything throughout those past three tiers along with the opportunity to guest host with us on the black print i did make a little bit of a note that you might be able to take a photo with the illustrious bnd championship but <laughs> you got to be kinda have to be in florida for that you gotta yeah. have to be in florida yeah, yeah. So i'll make, I'll make a little asterisk hey i don't yeah. know how mark's gonna work that one up but meet uh, these <laughs> niggas in florida bro florida people the craziest people to meet but <laughs> actually we got to we got to hit up one of our patrons we'll talk about that on patreon about uh he got he got he got to holler at us and figure out when he wants to, to be on the show with us but uh thank you for listening to us guys on april 27th we will be live. That is that is next Wednesday. We'll be live on AMP. The guest is forthcoming. Make sure you subscribe to the Patreon and check out our social pages. Me at OG Johnny Five on Twitter and Instagram, and Josh at Joshton Peas on Twitter and Instagram. You'll be able to see who the guest is going to be. So uh, I got an idea who's going to be. I'm not, I can't tell you guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're not going to tell y'all yet. Yeah, we got because we got to lock it in. <laughs> yeah, we got to lock it in, but. It's, it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. So uh, always good ones. So we'll see you guys obviously in two weeks. Uh, that'll be on May the fourth for uh, the next episode of the Black Print. So until next time, for Josh Pease, for MC, for myself. See you guys later. Peace. And Mississippi from the south, Atlanta, Georgia from the south. That's why we're doing it on South Side, the South Side, yeah, the South Side, the South Side. Everybody do the South Side. We're live, Black Print on Amp. I don't even think they can hear the drop, but B and D is in the building. We're gonna play some songs while everybody fills into the room. So vibe with us real quick while we get ready for our guest, Mario Christian. Niggas that got radio voices. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Let's start with a bop. Oof, you guys are gonna love this one. Okay, callers, is the album worth a listen? It's so good. I bet you would love the intro. Let's play it. Whoa, a win like that calls for some victory music.
right, all right. Yeah, we here now. Finally, welcome everybody to Amp Radio, Black Print on Amp Radio. Of course, I am J5 here with Josh Pease in the building. Josh in the building, man. We here. This is, you know, I, I think today my nickname is uh, Josh Pease, a.k.a. Amp P. Amp P. Easy, just add an extra <laughs> P, baby. We push a P. <laughs> of course, we also got our producer in here. My man MC himself, Mark. What's up, Mark? I'm doing so good right now. I'm containing all my excitement through water intake. We're going to promote water intake. All right. Our first, ep- our first ever AMP show. Let's go. Let's go. And of course, we got a, we got a, we got a good show for you this week. But uh, as always, we got we to gotta thank the, the Amazon guys here for giving us this opportunity, uh, letting us be on, the, on this platform, this new platform at AMP. We have a, a really, really awesome show. Of course, we are known as The Black Print. If you didn't know already, we're a podcast that airs every other week. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at The Black Print Pod. Me and Josh just talk, just cooking shit, kicking shit, talking about culture, all that shit. You know what I mean? Same old, same old <laughs> yeah, shit, you know? Man, just, you know, just doing, giving the people what they want. Yeah. You know, man? And shout out to everybody who's tuned in. This is the inaugural episode. It feels good. It feels right. Um, you know, this is just a continuation of the black print ecosystem and brand. So, you know, want to give you guys some type of live element with some music. It's dope. I actually yeah. kicking it off with um with uh dump shit. Almost then, killed your killed your ears. Bro, yeah, hey, beats. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, hey, I wish we had the B and D sound because beats, you know, I just I need another pair. I got the Laker pair on right now. I love these headphones, but you know, run it oh, back run, run that back, Turbo. Oh wait, wait, we, you heard it? Oh, I heard it. I, hey. I'm about to say we need to B and D sound with some reverb, but we got it. Hey. We in the game, bro. We in the game here. Hey, B and D all day. <laughs> big necessary big, discount. Big necessary discount on AM. Oh my God. I was worried we won't be able to we won't be able to get that. I was real worried about that. We got our sound effects. We in the game. Bro. Hey, no, it's, no. Oh, hey, it's over for y'all. Hey, <laughs> oh, now we need our DJ drops. Oh my god. Yeah, it, be but so but crazy. before we before we go any further into this, we got a we got our, a guest. He's somebody that, you know. If you listen to our podcast, we got introduced to him a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a month and a half ago. He called in. We had a, a short little conversation, and we said, we got to have you back on our show when we get this deal. But back then, y'all didn't know what the deal was. Now we got the deal, and of course, he came through with it. Of course, this is our, 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 our pal, our, our good friend, friend of the show, friend of the pod, head honcho of No Free Coffee, Mario Christian. What's going on, brother? Oh man, thanks for having me guys. I'm I'm honored to be a you know part of your first show. Yeah, let me let uh, me get this applause for you real quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Coming live from uh, the eye of a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Please be safe, uh, brother. Literally, literally I got the Twitter live up checking the warnings. They're like, okay, it's a, it's a watch. We hearing sirens. Yeah, it's going down outside now. It's now, real, real uh, southeast shit going now, on. Now, before we before we actually started the show, Josh had Facetime you. You Facetime Josh, and you were showing them outside, and I saw some of it. It looks like literally like Godzilla's out there, bro. <laughs> I was a little shook, bro. That's why I was like, I was like, hold on, bro. Let me walk outside. See what's good. <laughs> and it, you know, it was wild because at the same time they were saying it was happening on Twitter, it was happening in real life. I was like, yeah, they really got a post on the storm. Isn't that crazy? Uh, so, you know, I had to check in, you know, let you guys know that shit's getting real. But because I got to jump. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, please. If, if you listen, we appreciate you coming out in a natural disaster to fuck with us on the show. <laughs> that is crazy. That's like the real that's the real community we build in here on the black print. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. It's a power of the black man. print. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to do 
Before we get into some questions, we're gonna get you. You gave us some choices of some songs to play. We're gonna play some of your songs throughout the night. Uh, we're gonna play some songs that we curated. This first song up is called "Landing" from Currency and Wiz Khalifa. Why'd you pick this song, bro? No one talks about that album or that song, and it's just an incredible body of work. I don't know how the hell they cleared all those samples, <laughs> but it's just amazing. Yeah, it's just hey. incredible, bro. Like Currency ends it with like, uh, what did he say? He said. He said, I'm pouring cereal, my my uh my my, my chick reading a horoscope. <laughs> like what? Bro. Lifestyle. Listen Life to bars. the song. Look, come on, man. Life bars. Listen to the song, man. That's right. So so uh Black Print on Amp, next song up is called Landing from Currency with Khalifa. After the after the break, we're gonna we're gonna ask Mario some questions. Some some tough questions, some easy questions. We'll let we'll let him decide. But we'll be we'll be right back on the Black Print. Back on the black print with Mario Christian, J5 here with Josh Pease and Mark here also. Everything sounding smooth, Mark? I appreciate Wiz. I appreciate Wiz so much, man. Yeah, everything sounds everything sounds really amazing here. Really underrated how Amp is pulling all this off with all this music right now. Yeah, thank, thank you, Amp. Man, it's crazy. I got a little re- a revelation. I've never heard that song before. At me either. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha. Have you ever played that EP? I don't think I have. I was thinking we were playing something from the first Wiz and Currency Project. That's all this. I'm like, oh, shit. Nah, this is from like 2014, 2015. I remember it when it actually, came out. It was actually pretty decent. Yeah, I just, yeah. it's funny. That's when Wiz was going through like, just the like, when I just wasn't listening to Wiz. Like, yeah. I think after Black and Yellow, I was like, damn, is Wiz Khalifa the same? Wiz Khalifa? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did he have See You Again? But I know what you mean. I was like, oh. I know what you mean. But yeah, no, nah, that was after, after he dropped Taylor. After he dropped Taylor Alderdice, I was like, all right, Taylor Alderdice was the soundtrack to my first trip to Miami, and it was a it was an wow. unforgettable trip. That that whole even though the song was Hawaii, it felt like I was in Hawaii and fucking Miami that year. That shit was crazy. Um, but Mario, we got a couple questions for you, brother. Of course, this is like last time we called in and we were just talking. This time it's like actually formal. This time, bro. Sorry. Nah, it's all good. You called me on a on a whim. But we are. <laughs> So uh, of course, uh, as I said at the top of the show, you you you've kind of like headed this movement called No Free Coffee. For anyone who who doesn't know what it is, what what is it? Yeah, man. So it's uh it's you know No Free Coffee is a lifestyle brand centered around coffee and experiences. Those experiences being like our pop ups. Um, when we started this, like you know, 2019, just kind of like crafting what this could be. Um, and obviously the inspiration, you know, being me and my wife going to Japan and wanting to quit our jobs and just open up a coffee shop and then like kind of saying, well, hey, we can kind of like just do a little pop up situation. That'd be tight. And honestly, I just want to hang out, bro. Like I like to, you know, see all my friends that are doing cool shit. And, you know, it seems like we only kind of get the link or the, the, mo- the, the, the most time we spent with each other was kind of online through the ground. I was just like, man, would it be cool to just like summon everybody in one space and just drink coffee and like get fly you know what i mean like that's yeah. what we do anyway on the weekends like we go to you know certain shops and get fly and you know we bump into somebody oh then you got the oh you got the situations on oh that was good <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? so it's really just like a celebration of that 
Um, and yeah, you know, our, our pop-ups, we started doing our pop-ups in 2020, like in the midst of the pandemic. And it was just kind of like out of, you know, damn, like we really want to bring this idea to the world and people are still getting coffee, but in LA, we didn't want to be those people that, you know, people looked at and said, Oh, they're doing, they're having like a super spreader event. Yeah. So I was like, damn, how do we like have an event, get our shit across without being those guys. And you know, the light bulb went off. AKA my wife was just like, yo, you seen this in Italy? They, you know, you open up the wine windows back in this shit and doing the research of like what the wine window is and like where that even came from. And for those that don't know it, came out of like the plague that happened in the early 1700s over there in Florence and motherfuckers still wanted to get wine. You know what I mean? They like right. they still needed to get lit <clears throat> during the pandemic that they were going through and they created the wine windows to, you know, safely socially distance themselves. Me and my wife saying that being like, Oh damn, you know, some LA shit. This is hella cute. <laughs> People are going to be like, yo, this is fire. And you can't say we're not safely socially distance ourselves. Cause I was going to blue bottle every other day and they had the same shit up basically just a shield you know what right. I, mean? you know, I was like yo this is fuck but, but I, I, I think when system. i i think when i saw it in 2020 that was the most interesting part was the actual installation was so interesting because it was in the midst of like the the height of the pandemic and it, a lot of people were worried about these types of events but it looked like yours was just like it was like the first thing i had seen in a long time in la where people were literally just sitting around outside safely having fun though like and it's and it looked it yeah. looked great yeah, we got really lucky because people were definitely the buildup of not coming outside until our first event was like it was literally when L.A. was like, OK, the world is open. You can go get bread at the grocery store bro, and not feel bad about it. <laughs> so people literally came to the event at all at the same time after being cooped up. And it was just like a beautiful thing, man. Like Everyone that hadn't seen each other in years was just like just celebration like that communion. Yeah, no, nah, I was there at the first one. I, I I was really impressed by just the community you brought out off the first pop up, and then also just how you guys built it out. I think the window was just something I hadn't seen before, and I was like, oh, this is like a really good way to kind of just deliver product and give people, you know, uh, experience, but don't have them, you know, congregated in one space or anything like that. So, I really love that uh, that concept Thank for you, real. Man. Thank you. I think that came out of like you know anybody could open up a coffee pop up, but like. Why are people going to talk about it after they leave? You know what I mean? Yeah, and man. I'm just like, yo, the presentation has to be on point. And, you know, if we spend all our bread on this and don't make no money, but people are talking about it, then, you know, building that brand equity was just super important to us. And shout out all my business partners, Vanessa, Alex, and Daniel, because, you know, we definitely couldn't have did it without, you know, the team and, like, putting it all together. No, I'm glad you touched on, like, having something to talk about after effect because I think, you know, the thing that I talk about the most about this brand is the clothing. Like, mm-hmm. like I think you mentioned in one of your um, one of your interviews, you were like, yo, you know, the coffee's great, but the clothing really hits. And that <laughs> is, you know, the absolute truth. I, I have the hoodie on right now, actually, and I carry the bag around Thank with you. me all the time. And, and people always comment, like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's like a coffee shop, but, you know, they got really good clothing. And they're like, oh, this is ill, so... Just tell me a little bit about that and just your thought process behind, you know, having some fire ass merch. Well, when we said we wanted to make apparel and like we like we kind of like hate that word merch. Like I don't get I don't get mad when people say it because I know it's just like your mind is conditioned to say it's merch because it's coffee first. And, you know, if you kind of like whatever you sell after the coffee is considered merch. So that's why we want the shit to be like just great quality and like just to the highest level. Like I want people to be like, yo, who had the craziest hoodie of the year? Like, you know what I'm saying? And put all the streetwear names and brands in that bucket and like, you know, us to at least be in that top five conversation, you know? And that just came from like genuinely being like, you know, uh, interested in, in the culture of like streetwear and like growing up. And 
I remember here in Tennessee, people had fake vapes in school. Like, there's only <laughs> one dude that had real vapes. Like, you could not find them shits. Like, unless you, you know what I'm saying, had the plug or whatever. Like, <laughs> it was wild. So just wanted to be engulfed in that, bro. And being thirsty kind of about it, too, because being in an area where, like, we not, we, went, we weren't in New York or right. in L.A. where you could just pull up to the Supreme store and, like, you know what I'm saying, get your shit off. Uh, like, people just, like, selling shit in my space, I remember, in school. Um, so just being interested in that and wanting to, like, have that same level of quality as the coffee into the clothing right. and being sneaky about it. It's like, you know, this, you know, this a lifestyle brand. We're just communicating through coffee type shit, which I thought was kind of fly. Yeah. No. Um, it, and then going to Japan, man, and seeing curry up, like the man, best to do it. That was, literally, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that was something I kind of like thought about too. It was just like, you know how in Japan, some of the most fire clothing comes from like the restaurants and like little right, pop-up right. situations. So like, I, I definitely took that from, uh, I just saw that in what you guys were building. And then also, I think just in the U.S. now, too, you're seeing, like, you know, Uncle Paulie's, uh, like, clothing and their hats popping up in different mm-hmm. places. And, like, you know, there's real brand equity in a restaurant. And if you love the food or the drinks, Bruh. you know, you'll love the clothing as well. Bro, you tapped in because you, you, people can love a hoodie or whatever, but if they fall in love with through taste and you're, like, touching one of their senses and they're like, yo, I love this because it makes me feel good. Like, it genuinely makes me feel good. And then, like, you know, you look at streetwear brands and you're like, okay. Everybody growing up wants a streetwear brand, like a wanted a brand or started a brand. And the biggest thing that people ask is why? Why yeah. am I copping this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the why? And if you can say, yo, this, we got coffee. Like, we're going crazy with the coffee and we're showing you that coffee is in every lifestyle, including this one. Because after you leave Union and copy your kicks, you're probably going to go down the street and get Blue Bottle. Yeah. And, like, they're not speaking the same language as us, but they got a good product of coffee that sits at the same level as, like, those Union Ones that came out. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, that's a very great point. Um, I want to touch back on the coffee because I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I absolutely do enjoy yeah. you guys' menu. And, I, you know, your signature drink is the Grapefruit Tootsie. Um, tell me a little yeah, bit about that. Just, that right now. Oh, man. <laughs> See, yeah, I need you got to send a bottle of that to L.A. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, come on, man. It's in the mail right now. What you talking about? All right, uh, all right. The grapefruit tootsie came from like our first pop up. We did a a drink, a classic coffee drink called espresso tonic, that um, you know, it's literally just espresso tonic and like a little you know orange peel kind of situation to the zest. And I realized that that was like one of the number one sellers because our friends don't know what the hell that is. Like I go to coffee shops and order that, and then the baristas are like you know kind of impressed, like oh dang, you want espresso tonic? Cool, yeah, I'll make that for you. So I just want to introduce that to the world that that's something that's you know, kind of sits on like a quality level or like a luxury level to my friends who may not know what that is. And we realized after that pop-up, like, yo, we don't have a $3,000 espresso machine every time. Like, how do we secure that every time for the pop-ups? So I was like, man, we got to make another drink. Like, you know, we got to come up with something else that's similar to this. And that was just literally me in the lab. Shout out to my boy, Belly Man. John was coming up to the crib every day. He used to live down the street from me uh, in L.A. And literally just, like, testing it out. Like, I'll make it. He'd be like, nah, that ain't it. Yeah. Nah, you need to add more soda. Nah, where's the zest? I need to feel like, you know, I I, I, I really taste the grapefruit in it. And, you know, really just in the lab cooking up. Just out of, like, man, how are we going to, like, keep this going? Um, and kind of accidentally came up with, like, our number one kind of proven product, which is outside of the clothing. is like, you know, people know what the grapefruit tissue is, and they've never had it. You know, we did our last our, – pop up in new york last weekend and people were like oh i couldn't wait to try the grapefruit tissue like you know what i mean it's just like at an anticipation so that's fine like a a happy accident man that's dope it's it, funny the taste kind of reminds me of like a, um old-fashioned so i like i, I drink old-fashioned or i used to at least and now i'm like all right this is like the caffeine version <laughs> kind of gives me a good mm-hmm. little you know pep in my step yeah man it's the, the essence of that grapefruit 
So um, I wouldn't expect you being an old fashioned guy, Josh. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, man. If it's, <laughs> it, it was old fashions. Like it's funny. Well, my progression with alcohol was it was vodka when I first started going to the clubs, then tequila because it was oh, just cool. <laughs> And then as it got into my 30s, I was like, oh, let me start sipping old fashions. This feels, this feels grown. <laughs> this shit was whooping my ass, man. <laughs> so now. You, I, you make sure they put the orange peel in it and oh, all that? Oh, all that. All that. I need it. I need the orange peel. That's a part of it. So then um, since then, I've graduated to uh, natural wines. So I feel, you know, you know me, pinkies up. The fa- oh, the, the fanciness <laughs> of the wine there. Natties, as my boy Trayvon calls them. <laughs> uh, but Mario, you mentioned, you know, like living in Nashville and, and, and all that. Like I, I'm from Virginia. So like, I feel the same way you did where it's like, yo, we couldn't just go around the corner to Supreme and go grab like the latest shit. Like, um, can you explain like, or, or, or kind of just talk to everybody about like, what's the culture like in, 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 you know, your hometown? Like, what was it like when you wanted to get fresh or like, how did you guys learn what was really going on in the culture? Yo, really just TV, bro. Like one on system park, you know what I mean? MTV, BET, uh, and just being influenced by like all that shit, like music videos play such a big role in fashion here. Right. Especially like, you know, seeing Dipset and they're like, damn, they just like, uh, they kind of just like how we dress. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and that was kind of like the break of like, yo, that's hard. Like they like, they know what's going on on some South shit, but they from Harlem and realizing like that Harlem South connection, you know, is deeper than just Dipset. But uh, the, the culture was like, man, like, I felt like I always say people that lived here have like the best music taste because we could tell you about people and uh, like legends from Atlanta you've never heard of. But I could also be like, yo, I'll fuck with Cormega. Have you, do you know about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like even like deep West Coast cuts. Um, so the culture was kind of all encompassing because there wasn't like a real, you know, I, like identity. Like we had Buck, you know what I mean? And then yeah. I would say like the legend of the city is this dude named All Star, Starlito. Yes, oh, like, of course. Like, yeah. yeah. That's the man, bro. Yeah, yeah. Star- yeah you know what I mean? Like that. He's really speaking for the city in terms of like the, you know the the voice, the culture, the street shit, the get fly shit. Yeah, he, um, he's he like was, our city. He was signing cash money. He was signing cash money for a minute, and then I remember, um, wow. I, you know, the fun, the greatest thing, of, or not even greatest, but I just remember Lil Baby coming out and saying Starlito is one of his favorite rappers, yeah. and he ended up putting him on his second That's project. Crazy. And I just, I'm glad you brought him up because he's one of them like heroes and like underground legends that doesn't get his flowers enough. And uh, yeah. man, that's glad to know that you know the city is holding him down like that. Bro, he was spinning. I remember in freshman year, he had Great Goose, bro. That song had Jeezy and, and Go- Gucci. No, it had Jeezy and Gotti, also, right? I mean, and, yeah, Jeezy and Gotti yeah, on the Gotti. same song, bro. Because I remember, it, crazy. I remember Great Goose was on the Yo Gotti Gangsta Grills. I told you so. Uh, and he had a couple of joints with with him up there before he changed his name. And, and again, yeah. like in Virginia, listening to that, too. So it's like same way, like we picked up on the culture from different from different mm-hmm. sides and from different pe- parts of the, of the country. But I mean, you, you, yeah. you know, you went to Japan and you've been to L.A. Like what what were you trying to bring from Nashville over to there and vice versa? Like what what were you trying to say? OK, I'm going to stamp this because this is what we do out in Nashville and this is what I want to bring to L.A. or Japan or wherever. Yeah, I, I I think it was just by myself, man, with that energy, like coming from here, like, you know, you, you're taught to be super humble. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't like you're not the loudest person in the room. Like, you people get roasted for that here growing up. So really just bringing like that good, you know, just Southern hospitality and energy. What I want to bring back to the city, though, or it, I, I think that's what I think that's what you're going to get at. in the yeah, second question yeah. is like just the culture, though, like all of the shit that like people are like, damn, like what's natural wine? Like there's not a. I don't even want to say that out loud, but there's not mad different natural wine spots out here, dog. Like, people don't even know what that is for real. Like, in L.A., that's busting. 
So just bringing like <clears throat> the vibe, bringing the culture, like bringing my homies out here and showing them like Nashville's lit. Like we just got the biggest Soho house in America. You know what I mean? It's out here. Like that shit's crazy. They're bringing like programming at the spot is nuts. Um, so I just really wanted to bring that energy back to the city because it's like a, a wide open canvas. Like it's literally like you could paint whatever you want to paint here. And if it's dope, people will fuck with it. If it's not, people are going to let you know. Uh, one thing I love about Nashville people, like right, like, J, like Jay-Z or Kanye could be performing right in front of you on the sidewalk. People would not be impressed. Like, <laughs> this, is not a place where, this is not a place where like people are easily impressed at all. And, you know, in the city, obviously, there's a lot of tourists. There's a lot of new people from L.A. and from New York that live here. But one day I was going to get a haircut out east, like, and I was just realizing, bro, how vast the act, like the city was, like outside of like you know the the shit that you know the the flair that people see on the gram and shit. And I was just like, man, these people out east in the hood don't give a fuck about no free coffee <laughs> <laughs> or anything or anything I have to bring. Like it's literally just like you know it's that small town mentality. Of, like go to work, come home, eat, go to sleep, do it again. Right. So it's like, man, like that was a little daunting at first, but then realizing you know we just got to carve out our lane and figure out who our people are. Um, yeah, yeah no. Nah. Turn the city up. No, I, I love that you're doing that. It feels like a little renaissance going on there, too. Like, you know, you got um, yeah. the new store out there, the Trenches Gallery. My boy Jay Fields is out there mm-hmm. flying the flag loud and proud. So I love what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. man. I, I'm definitely looking forward to visiting soon. For sure, for sure. So uh, we're going to we're gonna take a small little break here. Uh, we're going to come back. And I think, we're, are we, Mark, are we ready for our people to call in? I think we should. Um, lines are open for anybody who is listening right now. You should be able to just tap the button right underneath our photo here, underneath the at black at the black print, and um, should be able to bring us on stage. We'll be able to see you on stage so that we can uh, get some people who want to ask Mario some questions, want to ask us some questions, and um, we'll take it from there. Yes, sir. So when we come back from this break, we'll be taking questions from you guys. Or if you don't want to ask any questions, you're too scared. We're just going to talk anyway. <laughs> so we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back on the on the black print on amp. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. We're back, man. I really love that record, man. I, it's sh- shout out to Mario actually for telling me to listen to this project. Yeah, <laughs> he texted me the other day. I was like, "Yo, this currency or not currency? This uh, Larry June and Jay Worthy project is so smooth." And honestly, yeah. I hadn't listened to it yet just because I'm a little offended by the guys. They called it two peas in the pod and they didn't get <laughs> the P on the project. <laughs> the big P. Yeah, I'm, Jay Worthy, the homie. So I, I told him before it even came out, I'm like, "Bro, y'all can't drop this project without having me on it." And that nigga just dropped it. So fuck you, Jay Worthy. But great project, man. I really love that shit. There's always the deluxe. Yeah, the man. Deluxe, they, they got a bunch of skits on there. They got Max Julian talking about pimping. What would you Josh even, Pease. bro? What would you even talk about on this? Yeah. Yeah, what would you say? Yeah. Hey, I got I got to write my script, but it's, it's, it's pushing P. I got a good monologue for this, man. You know. Oh man, actually, I, I interviewed uh, Larry June one time. I used to work at uh, All Deaf Digital. And that was like its own little shit show in itself. But I interviewed Larry June. He was the nicest guy. Yeah, bro. He gave me some really good orange juice uh, receptions. Good job, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) 
bro, he's doing that all throughout the interview though. And I keep thinking no. that he's like, I didn't, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't tapped in. This was like 2017. I wasn't like really tapped really? in like that yet. <laughs> and I'm like, what, is he, are you done with the sentence when you say that? I was like, I was trying to figure out. To figure so he's out going the off the jumper numbers. And you're just like, yo, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, but no, nah, he, he was a cool guy, man. And, and I got to, I got to tap into that. Album. Uh, is it an EP? I'm with you. It's a, I guess it's an EP. It's a, it's a strong. Yeah, it's probably like a little EP. Yeah, it's, it's a fire. bunch. Man, the song with Jim Jones is fire. The song with Rock Marciano is fire. They got a song with CeeLo Green. Like, the first half of it is like some straight funk disco. Like, bro. they rapping over some crazy <laughs> beats. CeeLo on there? I said, bro, nah, they pulled CeeLo out for this? This is crazy. Man, they did that. He yeah. answered the damn phone? That's crazy. Uh, So... Great. Of course, we back here with Mario Christian. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, we see we see a lot of people here. We got a lot of love today. I gotta say, I appreciate the love on our first episode on AMP. Uh, is there anybody who wants to call in? Hit that call in button on your screen. We'll answer any questions you guys got for myself, uh, Josh Pease, and Mario Christian. But back to uh, back to back to you, Mario man. I, I, what I want to know is where the actual inspiration for the hoodies and all the merch. Not I, I know you don't like calling merch, but all the hoodies and and, and, no, you and can call the clothes. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't I don't want to disrespect. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just I, I hate that shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm I what, what what's really awesome is that and I've talked to Josh about this before is that I think everyone now needs to learn how to market based on what emojis you can use with the shit, and you own that emoji, right? So like. I feel like it's really fucked up to say. I feel like Drake kind of owns the pregnancy emoji now because anytime yeah. you see it, you look at it and you remember <laughs> that. That I'm, is it cap? Like, so you're not capping, bro. Drake does own that pregnancy. He, he owns now. it. Yeah, and not, he got the owl too. He yeah, the owl, the owl, he definitely took the owl. Yeah, you did. I, honestly, you really did something with the the two hearts. And it's funny, man, because I I, I I was doing my research, man, before we did this interview. So yeah. I read a couple of the interviews you did before. And you had said um, that the idea originally started as like a, a agency, like a, a marketing agency. Yeah. So like yeah. I, I see that flair throughout and I'm like, OK, this is why it's cohesive and intentional where, you know, some brands might just be like doing things on the whim. But it feels like there's some real strategy behind like every single move you guys make. Yeah, man, we you know, we don't want to man, we just want to be in the conversations amongst you guys, our peers and when our peers respect us. Like, you know, early on, like, it was, like, literally just about going to night market. Like, so I, I used to work at Atlantic. I guess I could say that now. And I would take, uh, <laughs> I would take out, like, my friends, you know, clients, quote, unquote, different people, corporate cars, shoddy going crazy. And uh, I would go to night market a lot. And, you know, I would spend, you know, a lot of time with them, spend a lot of bread with them. And I just wanted their respect because at that time I was like, yo, they are doing shit to the highest level amongst like the food scene and i mm-hmm. started to see like this break in the food scene where it was like oh there's food culture that merges into like fashion because all the people that are hip to fashion go to certain food spots and like vice versa and i was like yo how do you merge those two things um so that's kind of like the crooks of like the brand it's like um like family style festival is like a perfect example of that they literally bring together the dopest fashion you know brands straightwear brands in the city and the dopest food venues and you know mom and pop shops in the city and merge it together and that's kind of what no free coffee is like all the time you know what i mean um and the concept for the hoodies was just like the two hearts i remember like our boy sticks made the logo and we didn't have the two hearts yet but we kept posting it with the coffee cup mm. like that wasn't in the logo at all and then my boy daniel from kids of immigrants shout out i they going crazy um he just literally put the two hearts like above the shit. like he like drew out the hearts in illustrator um because you know we had to stay away from that emoji logo 
for legal purposes. Right. And uh, yeah, you know, threw that thing on top of the, the, the coffee cup and went crazy. And it was just like, literally, we were like joking back and forth, like, damn, design, bro, that's crazy. <laughs> like, like, damn, art school, let's go. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to- so uh, really proud in that moment, man. Yeah, no, shout out to Sticks too, man. He's a legend out here from the Bay. He's done Hell art yeah. for like Kehlani and Pilo and yeah. just I feel like the whole Bay Area he's kind of touched with his uh you know his his stylist. <laughs> so shout out to him, man. I've been following him for a little bit of time. Hell yeah. And then it's like it's it's really like so distinct because it's like you know I saw Josh with I think I saw Josh with this with the clothing on before I even knew what 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 it was, and then I saw it afterwards. So it was like it's definitely like a distinct mark. Like, is there any? And especially with the, with the way you guys market No Free Coffee itself, is there any like particular, I don't want you to give away all the game cl- clearly, but like, is there any particular thing that you, that you learned or anything that inspired you to kind of take it like, okay, I want to I look at the way this person's marketing, how they do it, and then I want to kind of structure it to my, to my way for this, for this brand and this community I'm creating. Yeah, I really like, because at first we didn't have shit to post to our Instagram, but we needed to get the word out there and get it hot. And I really fell in love with like archival culture during um, the, the pandemic. And by archival culture, I mean like the hidden cage, the mm-hmm. ass, what, what is that shit called? As a plant, the, the plant dude. Um, oh, yeah. Like all these like archival pages, like uh, Boys Corporation. And they were literally just posting like inspo. And I was like, oh, that's dope. Cause you're going to fall in love with this account and this brand based off of nostalgia and inspo all day long. So I was like, damn, like we should just post like what's, what inspires us different things whether it be like Seinfeld like a picture of Jordan's so the page the, our Instagram page started off like a, as an inspo like Art Cavill account right and then we slowly just started adding in the logo slowly started adding in like oh there's a shirt here now because you already fell in love with like the fact we posted Pokemon and cause toys and this dope Hermes couch <laughs> so you love like like now you already love like what we got cooking up and the logo is good as long as it matches like that quality um, and that was just kind of part of, I forgot where I was going with that, but, um, no, nah, but yeah. I'm glad you touched on that. Cause that's, you know, that harkens back to like Tumblr culture and it's, it's lifestyle. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of mentioned it, you know, like the, the people who eat the food I like, wear the clothes I like, and right. like, there's a convergence of all that stuff. And like your brand, just the way you kind of introduced it, it showed like, yo, these are the things I like, and these are the things I'm into. And then bam, here's a shirt and you know, here's coffee and like, you know, we could all be a community based on our, you know, like our things we like. So I, I, I like yeah. that concept. And um, it's funny, I, I I follow all those pages you just mentioned. <laughs> and I like, you know, Hidden has done a really good job of building a brand behind it. But um, mm-hmm. it's funny, I, I just love the way, you know, you kind of like, you kind of buy into the brand just based off of, oh, yeah, we like Seinfeld and we like Game Boys. And, and the you Game do it Boy so, is fire. Yeah, you, I was just about to say, you were posting like Game Boy games and then you popped out with a no free coffee game. And it was like, yo, this is this is amazing. I just love the, the synergy and connection between, you know, the inspo and the actual product and what you guys create. Yeah, man. People fall in love with that, you know, like, oh, like, yeah, you like, like that, too. Like that feeling when someone watches the same anime as you. And yeah. it's a deep cut anime. You're like, damn, you like that too? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's just kind of creating that feeling over and over and over, you know? See, this is, um, this is but, what, this is what I, that I, what I fuck with about you. I, I saw your Instagram story the other day, full Stone Cold Steve Austin vest. And I said, bro, you tapped into, it's like, it's like, it's like when on Snap, on Step Brothers, when I said, did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm into bro. it. I know you saw it. we were in Dallas. We're gonna talk more about the Dallas trip on the, on the actual uh, oh, Black man. Print Pod. But but did you tap into WrestleMania two weeks ago? What 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 what's the temperature on that for you? 
Bruh, I was like, we were doing our, our, our fucking New York pop up the whole day and Damn. the day before setting up. So I miss WrestleMania. Shouts out to the good company for housing us last week. That shit was lit. Um, Shouts out to New York. Um, so I missed that whole thing. I saw some recaps. I, the funniest shit, bro, I saw Stunner, uh, Funko <laughs> Stunner, try to Stunner McMahon. And because they're so old, bro, like you could tell in the back. They were probably like, yo, don't do that shit too hard, bro. I just had, you know what I'm saying, surgery. Like, the way he stunted him was so, like, just, like, whatever. But it was still amazing. Like, I could watch these people until they're 90 years old, bro. Like, it's like, it's like going to the Claremont Lounge in New York, in uh, in Atlanta and seeing, like, this 80-year-old stripper. Like, you could watch that shit forever, dog, just because how great just how great it is, man. Um, and just growing up, watching that shit, doing wrestling moves on my sister. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all was so, having intergender not, matches, man. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Bro, getting in trouble. I remember I got in trouble for doing the uh the X Pac jump, the suck it. Oh yeah. Oh my god, bro. I got <laughs> oh, bro. I got whooped for that. I had, then I had to do it. It was like, show us what you was doing. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like that's just amazing. But you know, I saw this vest, my wife and me, we, we were like we like Vincent shopping a lot and finding like records and stuff like that. The records thing is more her thing. I'm into like toys and Vintage shit, and we saw that WrestleMania. I mean, the the song called Steve Austin vest just hanging up. Bro yeah. was like a hundred dollars. I was like, what? I, I did, like, did, you yeah, notice full? You notice full? Josh bought one. Yeah, I got to see your. I got to see your oh, vest, you bro. Yeah, I got one at WrestleMania. <laughs> I was just gonna say nostalgia. Oh, yeah, it's real. I bought a belt. I bought a, a bunch of merch. Yeah, I'm set the match up. Hey man, <laughs> let's do it. Hey, this belt is Let's heavy go. too. Like I can't believe people were getting hit in the face with this belt every night. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, I hey, saw. Uh, what's yeah, bro. What's my boy? Uh, Jeff Hardy came out like maybe two months ago or a month ago. Yeah, yeah, Jumped yeah. from the top rope, bro. You saw when he held his back? I was like, bro, this is it really out here. Nah, the, the, shit, really the, real. the swan time, it's a, it's a heavy swan at this point, bro. It's not the same swan as, as it used to be when we was kids, bro. Nah, man. But, uh, I mean, we, we, we starting to run. No, this, I, nobody wants to call in. Everybody's scared, bro. Hey, man. It's too much legendary shit up we here. Oh, we bro- got one. We got one. We oh. got one. We got a call in right, right near. I'm about to say, I ain't scared. I'll ask my question. We 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 got one, bro. Hammer and Hank. About to invite him up right now. Hammer and Hank. That sounds like a wrestling name. That Yeah, bro. It really yeah. does. It, it, it might, might be. be. You about the hammer. <laughs> as, long, as long as he ain't challenging for the BND championship, it's all good. Nah, he <laughs> can't have that. He can't have that shit. <laughs> all right, we invited, we invited uh, Hank up to the room. Waiting for him to, to get up here. Obviously, like this, this new technology, this amp shit is crazy. Like, how you, how you like it so far, Mario? This is incredible, man. Shouts out to amp. This is, I'm looking at like your the audio moving around the circle as you're talking. This is, this is dope. Oh no, nah, Hank, uh, Hammer Hank flopped. He flopped. Ah, oh, no, nah, he, 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 see, co- he wanted the BND title. He wanted it. the BND title. <laughs> he botched it. Damn, bro. Mark, let's, let's, what, what question do you have, Mark? Uh, I'll ask a question. So, so Mario, I, I really do appreciate. Going through your website, of course, MarioChristian.com for those that want to tap in as well. Scrolling through and seeing your entire portfolio, I just get so enamored with photography and looking at the different moves that people try and capture. And you can even scroll through all these and look at the different things that you set with these artists. Like the way that you shoot Uzi and Thug is different from the way that you shoot Gunna and Future. And your Future shots is different from your Boosie shots. And your Rich Homie shots is different from your Rico Nasty shots. Like, are there any type of, are there any type of, like patterns or anything that you completely set yourself into when you're going into these days, you know that you're going to shoot artists that are like so up here at this moment. 
man yeah it's that it's that those conversations before you're shooting and like kind of like really trying to connect with this person when you're like a celebrity like photographer the, the artist and the, or the client whoever you're shooting kind of already knows who you are so they feel a little more connected to you so that you have like legends like jonathan Mayne, right like he can shoot anybody and get like a great result out of the day because yeah. if you're a young artist, you're like, damn, I can't wait to get the job to man joint. Like, oh man. And if you just meet me, you're like, I don't know who this dude is. I don't know who is like, what his work is like. So it's always that challenge of like, man, like how can I connect with um, Boosie at this moment right now? And a lot of that's just been like, you know, just so happens. Like I was working with Motion Family when I dropped out of college and moved to Atlanta and they taught me mm-hmm. everything. And I, you know, my OG is D1 Valdez, one of the greatest photographers ever. His OG is, you know, Jonathan Mannion, you know what I mean? So it was like just learning, like, how to, like, really kind of, you know, connect with people before you shoot them. Like, that's super important. Rico Nasty just so happened I worked at Atlantic and I was her video commissioner. So and she's cool as hell. Like, that's my homie. So, like, anything we shoot is going to have, like, that vibe of, like, that chemistry and just connection. Um, And just figuring it out. And it'd be different for each artist, you know? Do any of these days jump out as like one of your favorite days? Because this th- these rich homie shots look amazing. It looks like a nice sunny Atlanta day in here. Bro, it was a hot ass Atlanta day. <laughs> I was living in New York. I like uh, what was I doing? I, I was working on. I was shooting like uh, Walmart commercials, and I was working at the Fader at the same time. And I, anytime I would come back to Atlanta, it was almost like to like Motion Family, like the people that taught me everything, and you know had me like carrying lights like like a grunt you know what i mean like a real pa like whatever you need i go get coffee it's a privilege to be here type of energy to them mm-hmm. like saying yo you want to come shoot rich homie Kwan because they believe in my work now so like that energy of like people believing in you that like you trained under and like letting you come to set and shooting and just being humble in that experience like you get like great quality shit out because you're you know you're just happy to be there the energy is up and that was a hot ass day um <laughs> I forgot what video that was that was a black youngster and Rich Homie Kwan. Mm-hmm. Um, we, my favorite shoot, bro, was Meek Mill. Like, the Meek Mill, I did the shoot for Meek Mill. It's like his press shit. And he knew he was about to go to jail, so his energy was really high. Oh, man. And he just kept man. saying shit like, yo, I chose you, Mario Christian. Like, I, I chose you to shoot today because I saw your shit. And I was, like, nervous <laughs> and shit, bro. Like, this is my first big shoot. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was like, we're going to shoot it in Philly. I had to get on the train. I lived in New York. I had to get on the train, go to Philly. I met with the light tech. I told him what I wanted. And it was super easy because when you get like a, a budget from the label shoot, like big, like press photo shoots like that, you just kind of walk out and be like, yo, light tech, that's what I need. Da da da. He's hooking it up. He shoots too, so he know what I'm looking for. And it was just an awesome day. It's like one of my favorite projects. For sure. For sure. For sure. We got a call in. My guy, our guy, Dion. What's going on, Dion? What's, what, what's up, bro? I had to I had to be the first caller on the inaugural Black Print. <laughs> first of all, congratulations. I just want to say real quick, congratulations to you, Justin and Josh, for just really pulling this off, man. I'm proud of both of you guys. Um, I've been, you know, obviously following you guys' careers for many years. So I'm just really proud that, you know, the BND is in full effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just really appreciate it. But this is really a question, and this is a two-part question for all of you guys, including you, Mark. Um, so, you know, you guys have multiple ventures that you guys have on the, you know, you guys are part of multiple platforms. Um, you guys are very creative and you guys are like multimedia creatives in a sense. So like my, I guess my two part question is, um, how do you guys balance all those things on a day to day? And then my second question is, has has there ever been a time that you guys had to say no to an opportunity because you guys just had so many things going on at once? 
Man, I, I think it's funny. Me and Josh were actually talking about this right before we went on air. Like Josh was like, "Yo, I've been reading this book and it centered me and all this stuff." I, I think honestly, it's like a it's like a work in progress when it comes to really just trying to juggle all this shit because it's a lot. It's like, you know, especially on, on both of our ends. Like we we've been in in some of the most like me and Josh are in the same agency together, and we were in that fast paced thing. And then now he's over at Amazon Music. I'm over at Riot Games, and that's fast paced. So it's just like there's a lot of things going on. And plus, we do this. So I think I think it's really just trying to like center yourself and doing stuff that you really enjoy doing and, and not letting the shit consume you, it's especially on, on my end. I try to let the shit consume me a lot. Yeah, I mean, for <laughs> me, it's it's a um, I don't know. I just have a daily routine. That yeah. I just follow every single day. Like I wake up, I pray, I meditate, uh, I work out, and I do. I've been I incorporate this new thing into this. This is really crazy. It's called um, qigong. I might be saying that totally wrong, but I think I'm saying Ooh. it right. It's um, it's basically like these kind of exercises that wake up your nervous system and just like just your your energy. <laughs> and it sounds I sound super holistic right now, but I've been doing this shit lately and it helps. Like, I think really, you know, centering yourself and and, and really tapping into your source is, is key. And I think, you know, too often we kind of get uh, stressed out by the things of this world. And, you know, you just got to understand that you're, you're in this world. You're not of this world. So I don't I don't get too stressed out at all anymore yeah and for the second part uh that was you were asking if we've ever had to turn anything down what if i had to turn something i turn down? down shit all the time bro. Yeah. i think that's the power of building a <laughs> great brand yeah, yeah, yeah. i really no. i want mario to comment on that and <laughs> the, the question in general because i feel like you know on his end he's probably turning down collabs every day right yeah man you just we just don't want to do the wrong thing <laughs> you know what i mean and everything we do it has to make sense has to tell a story and be intentional my boy Daniel says it all the time, like intention. Like he really mm-hmm. made me really realize like intention, like for real, what that really means. People say that a lot, but what is your intent behind right. the shit? So yeah, we just say no. And you know, we try to address it up sometimes if it's like, yeah, we don't really want to say no, but we gotta say no and then dress it up so <laughs> we'll come back later on. <laughs> what y'all tell Folgers when they reached out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! No, it 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 really is like, and, and the thing about saying no is like that shit feels good, nigga. Like mm-hmm. that shit feels great yeah, yeah. to say no fine. because I feel like, especially as like black men and and just black people in general, like there's so many times we got to say yes just because that's the only thing we got to keep going. I remember I had to do stuff. Mm-hmm. I I tell my I would tell like my my a lot of my boys like I had to do a lot of shit I didn't want to do to get to where I need to be today, where I can be in position to say no all of the, the shitty jobs I've ever had to do so I can say, all right, no, nah, I'm not really going to take that. And I think, like, it's really just empowering yourself to be like, okay, if I turn this down, I still got these three other opportunities that I'm, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tackle. So, you know, it, it'll, it'll, it might lead you to AMP or it might lead you to Fader. It might lead you to, you know, anywhere you, you, you really want to go. And trust, that no yes is heavy. You be talking to yourself in the shower like, damn, why did I sign up for that shit? Oh, my God. If I would have said it differently from here, it probably would have been 10 times different. Right. That no yes is heavy, yo. But sometimes you got to protect yourself in a lot of those situations. And getting caught up with a lot of this, I mean, yes, we jump into a lot of things with multimedia. But um, how can I say it? I think the best thing that I do to kind of like, not necessarily separate myself from a lot of it, but to just make sure that I'm centered. Josh is way more better at being centered than me. I live my life sporadic. <laughs> and J5 can tell you I live my life with my mind moving very sporadic. Well, we hear it, day day. We hear it tonight. We hear it tonight, Mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We we definitely we definitely know you nervous, nigga. All right, but you can no, hey, But Dion, that was that was a great question. I, I appreciate just that that question because it's nah, how we think. I think about all this shit. I'm like, have my hands in, and it it, it, 
it's definitely a lot. But like I said before, I don't get stressed out. They all run parallel and they go hand in hand. Nah, I appreciate y'all, you guys, man. You know, I'm a fan of each of you guys' work, obviously. And I, I just appreciate you guys bringing this platform, bringing this this podcast, this radio show into this platform. It means a lot to a lot of people like me, just being inspired to do more and to continue to, you know, just be great in everything that I do. So you guys are all great in everything y'all do. And I have a lot of love for y'all. So thank y'all. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much. What, what I'm going to do for you, what I'm gonna do for you right now is I'm going to boot you the hell off the stage because... <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's cool, man. Give him that one. I give him that one on the way out. You you earn that one. You earn that one. You earn that one. That's another one. But we're at the we we're at the uh we're at the end of the episode. Thank you, Mario Christian, for pulling up and talking to us today on our first episode of Black Print on Amp, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh LA, what's good? I see you at the pop of it on the twenty on the on the thirtieth. No free carrots. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Oh shit! I ain't even mad. See, we, he just dropped an exclusive on us. Yeah, man. No free carrots. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Pop up on the thirtieth, Washington. You know what I'm saying? Don't wear them Yankee hats, man. All right, y'all. Well, we will be back with you guys in two weeks. I believe that is on April twenty seventh. So we'll be back with another episode. Uh, we'll announce the guests on our social channels. Of course, follow us at the Black Print Pod on Instagram. Follow me at OG Johnny Five on Twitter and Instagram, and Josh at Joshton Pease on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, we'll have a new episode of the Black Print next week, and we'll also be putting the audio from this episode on our channels, uh, on our Patreon, and our public feed uh, sometime next week for public, and on Patreon later this week. So. Until uh, the 27th, until until next time, thank you guys for listening to the Black Print. And we're going to play uh, we're gonna play the, the episode out with a song that Mario requested. This is White Dress, Kanye West. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs>